Okay. Uh, so, hello, Internet. We are coming to you live from Josh's car. Um, okay, one second. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, trip. vroom, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is the conclusion to Road Trip. <laughs> you never thought it would happen, but actually one of our listeners did it already. He's concluding as an actual road trip. <laughs> We've added this for verisimilitude. <laughs> Just wait till you see the ending we have planned for Rogue Trader. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just going to be screams and madness. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the Emperor soon. I need a Golden Throne. Oh, yeah. Did you guys decide? Did you guys agree that you wanted to be the Rum Runners? Sounds good to me. I don't think it's going to come up often in play, unless you guys make it come up often in play. Come on, we gotta (laughs) gotta enhance our social media brand. Hashtag (laughs) rum runners, bitches. (laughs) Alright, I forgot Josh bought a helmet for his character. Helmets are a good idea. Yeah, no. They keep your brain from getting smashed in. I thought about getting a helmet, but didn't seem right for a surfer. Um, well, okay then, I guess, um, let's see, while we're waiting for this to come back, um, I guess we can have people go through their characters quickly, um, starting with Kevin, because he's the first one on my left. Okay, I'll be playing as Gnarly, he is a 30-year-old, uh, former, well, Current surfer, but former surfer and uh, beach bomb and freegan. <laughs> He's a former surfer that's also a current surfer. Well, yeah, you can still be a surfer. That's one of the few things that could have survived. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta uh, watch the, uh, you just gotta watch the dead weather. Make sure the casualty tides aren't too high. Ew. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I'm just thinking about the. Uh, this is not Ten actually a thing mentioned in the book. I'm just thinking about the uh, the forest and hands, the forest of hands and teeth, where the beaches are just kind of clogged with casual with with the unconsecrated, as they're called in that, that are just getting tossed around by the tide and are unable to get up. Whoop. Uh, I say he's about a uh, six feet tall, lean, long blonde hair, goatee. <laughs> right. He is every he is everything about Freegan and Beach Bum. Look, he was ready for this. <laughs> he lived in a in a world where there was so much uh waste that you could live on it. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's all coming to fruition. It's it's all mine. Six six twenty pop shove it into dumpster dive. Peng tens. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Surfer? Yes. Alright. Uh, James. It's all coming to organic fruition. Yes. <laughs> Literal fruit. Uh, yeah. I am playing Slugger. He is a biker-looking fella because he's literally a biker. Standing about 6'2", well-muscled. Wearing a leather jacket and black denim jeans. Um, short black hair, short black beard, and... A rather nasty wound on his elbow from which a series of black tendrils are running along his skin. 
Yes, as you were bitten during a fight. You should you should like get that looked at. I did. It didn't help. <laughs> uh axe. We'll cut it out and post, don't worry about it. <laughs> Damn it. X is already in character. Alright, uh, yeah, I'm playing Harpy. Uh, Harpy, on the other hand, was not at all prepared for this. Uh, she was a Hollywood talent agent uh, and quickly got picked up by slavers. Uh, luckily, she managed to engineer an escape from there uh, and is currently, I, I suppose, uh, the team's sort of social enforcer. Yeah, no, you were you managed to leverage your talents as a marketing agent in this new world of um where headshots are everything. Thank thank God for Ubik. <laughs> uh and Josh, do you want to introduce your guy while driving? Okay. Uh my character is Pliskin. <laughs> uh, she was a soldier um during Everything going bad, aka the crash. Um, and basically, instead of like every other soldier that got kind of fucked over and then decided to like form a weird rebellion against the government, uh, she decided to keep more or less trying to keep the people safe. Um, while also trying to survive. Uh, at some point along the road, she saved a kid whose parents weren't so lucky, and so now she takes care of the kid. The kid's name is Kid. <laughs> Probably not their birth name. Uh, no, yeah. But, but that's, that's your... what she calls them. <laughs> Probably as a means to not get too attached, but it probably hasn't worked. Yeah, yeah, because you've been with the kid for a couple of years. Uh, so, um, you guys, as per the Enclave, you guys have mostly designed at this point. Um, you are currently stationed at uh, you're currently stationed at Alcatraz, or as it's known in the post in the post crash world, the Rock, which I guess it was known as in the pre crash world. Um, but it is home to I think like 200 people. Uh, it makes most of its money off of makes most of its money off of uh, off of being part of a uh, West Coast supply chain through because everybody that went there had a boat, so you have a major surplus of boats. Um, so I guess I don't know. As you guys awake to another day uh, of sea air and uh, sea air and like as close to rotting concrete as you can get. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, I guess I was saying before, you guys, uh, awaken to another day on Alcatraz Island, um, with, uh, which is honestly not too different from how it is currently, aside from how you guys kind of established some farm plots on some of the lesser used portions of the island, I guess. Um... And uh, I guess uh, what was it, Slugger? You wake up on you wake up on your camp at Little Alcatraz, <laughs> um, and so we'll um, 
we'll go through i want to try and go through the scenes with dependents which are just basic vignettes normally they give you ben- benefits but in this time they're just role play scenes um so if anybody has a scene they can think of that they want to do with a dependent and then pitch it to me and you can get some other player to play your dependent or i can play your dependent as needed uh let's see uh, should we talk about our dependents since kid was brought up? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, who right. who is uh? Shoot, I just left the the thing with all your guys' characters in it. I need to. I should write down a quick reference. So I think uh, is is everyone else one charisma? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. Who are Harpy's dependents? Uh. Right now, uh, it's um. Lisa, who was like her sort of the big star she was managing before everything went to shit. Um, Harpy didn't take the crash very well. Lisa, depending on your definition, uh, hasn't took it or took it really, really hard. Uh, she is she's not doing well. Uh, has a lot of you know mental issues and PTSD and whatnot, and she can't really do much more than light activity without you know breaking down or whatnot. So. Uh, then we got Topher. Topher was her assistant before the crash. Uh, he's basically useless. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even that good before the crash. N- not, not really. No. Um, and then her, her dad, uh, Buck, who is nothing like her, and, and was you know, was a doomsday prepper and whatnot, uh, which is how they were able to pick him up as her Topher and Lisa made their way from. Uh, SoCal, where the slavers were at, up to Alcatraz. <laughs> they just hung out in his bunker for a while and then kept moving. Pretty much, yeah. Once the supplies ran out. Alright, um... So do you have and he a, knows a lot of shit, but he's super old, so he can't really do much work either. Right, yeah, he can just kind of... He's more of an advisor. Uh, well, do you have any scenes that you want to... Uh, actually, uh, so, Slugger, who's your dependent? Uh, my dependent... Uh, Slugger's dependent is his father, Hunter Davis, aka Killer, a man, in, a man in his fifties, not able to run around like he used to, and is, he's the one who got a uh, got Slugger into the biker gang he was a part of before everything went down. Nice, makes sense. Goes through the family. I also like that that makes his name Hunter Killer. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Gnarly? Gnarly's dependent is Gromit. He's a he's currently seventeen years old. He was a boy who was homeless before the uh, fall in the same general community uh, Gnarly was a part of. Gotcha. And the, the two of them are the only survivors of the enclave that had formed there. The loss of the Great Freegan Commune. <laughs> he can't really be Freegan once society breaks down, but <laughs> Well everything's free at that point. And most of your food is raw. It's very different, though. This machine kills zombies. This machine makes smoothies. They are, in fact, the same machine? I don't advise using it for one thing after the other, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a bad call. My character starts out with uh, two containers of coffee creamer and uh, (laughs) one one gallon of orange juice. (laughs) God damn it. Quick step potion, go. All right, so does anybody have a thing they want to do with the dependent? I don't really have anything planned. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing planned. Honestly, probably on at least a weekly basis, Slugger want, probably wants to see Hunter 
to make sure they haven't thrown him out of the uh, camp yet. Right. Yeah. Did he? He lost his leg or something, right? Yeah, but not not to like a casualty bite or anything. Just he took a hard crash getting away from a getting away from a group. Right. Um. Yeah. You could go. You could. Uh, you can set up a meeting at Alcatraz and they'll bring him to like the, they'll bring him to like the pier or, you know, sure. one of, or the apartment block or something. They'll take him out of the prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just come up to the pier. Damn it. You go across, I don't know. Do you, you go across a, like a pontoon bridge they've assembled for you. <laughs> <laughs> and a single guard watching it. Yeah. And the handful of like other latents that live on the island. I fucking hate Mark. Yeah, Mark's looking down. You can see the glint of his scope. He kind of like nods and smiles at you as you pass. Throw up a bird. Throw throw up the bird. Yeah, he he returns your salute in kind. <laughs> God damn it, Mark! You guys have fun, you and Mark. Yep, or at least we will one day. Uh, so does anybody want to play? Um... There we go. Does anyone want to play uh, Hunter Killer? I can try, I guess. Sure. Just play, just play an aging biker. You should know how, more or less how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Living with one helps. <laughs> so yeah, I guess they wheel him out or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slugger, how you doing? Not so bad, Killer. You keeping the faith? You know it. Little Rock sucks. Just like the real one. <laughs> uh, yeah, sucks you gotta stay out there. Yeah, just how it goes, though. Yeah, there's nothing worth talking about up here. Nah, not causing any trouble. <sighs> nah. Riding on two wheels isn't quite as fun as it used to be. Yeah, I get that. We'll get you out there again. I hope so. If only once. None of us are long for this world. We'll get there. Yeah, at least we know how we're going to go out. I hope. That's one of these fuckers pushes me off the rock. Man, none of them's got the balls. Just try not to get them too mad at you, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> well, I figure it's about time you ought to get back up there. Before they worry I'd bitten you. That'd be a sight, wouldn't it? I wonder if I'd wheel it or uh, if I could walk again. I'd like to see you hop on one leg back up there, Adam. <laughs> That'd show him. <laughs> Take it easy, killer. You too, slugger. I'll walk back <laughs> to the small rock. <laughs> it's a little rock. Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, does anybody else have a scene they want to do? Or a scene they can think of? Uh, yeah, if someone wants to play the shell-shocked former actress, sure. <laughs> Who wants to play a shell-shocked former actress? I can give it a shot. Sure, do it. What's her name? I think it was Lisa. What's her name again? Yeah. All right, what's the scene? Uh, kind of actually in a similar vein to uh, to that one, though for sort of less like like it's it just you know our our 
are you keeping a handle on yourself just enough that they're not going to kick you out for being a liability kind of think, you know, questioning process? Yeah. Sure. Start it off. Yeah, it's just kind of wander into whatever sort of uh, housing setup she's probably that they've got. Yeah, I mean, you have less people than there are cells in Alcatraz. Right. So you could honestly just be set up in the prison. <laughs> and uh, kind of walk up and, and tap on the, the you know, half-cell door that's left very, very gently. Hey, what's up, Harp? Oh, you know, just thought I'd stop by and see. Um, I, you know, I talked to some people, and they said they might be able to get you in on in on the farming a little bit. Like, if you feel like it, of course. How how are you feeling? I appreciate it, but I'm not broken, Harpy. Nightmares are getting a bit better. That's that's good. I I wish they had someone here that that you could talk to. I mean, you could talk to me, but like in like a professional capacity maybe one day he'll find a psychiatrist out there if uh if i find one i'll i'll hit him over the head and drag him back for you <laughs> wouldn't be the first time huh you know i'm not a psychiatrist i i really think the less we talk about socal the better for the both of us yeah maybe live in the moment right right yeah good Good talking with you. I, I I gotta go meet with the with the guys. Sure thing. Catch you later. Yeah. All right, and you head off. Um. So uh, anybody else, or if there's not, we can get into we can get into job hunting. If we're doing a share around thing, then Josh would have to do mine. So uh, <laughs> let's just hold off on that. Uh, all right. Um, so um, we come to uh, job hunting, at least at the moment. So uh, you guys don't have any job lines going since you're just kind of starting as takers, basically. So all you can do is is look for freelance work. So that starts by making a networking test to see uh, what work you can find. Um, if you're using, uh, if you're uh, well, yeah, it would be. It starts with a networking test. We'll start with that much. That sounds like Harpy. Uh, anybody else? So, for everybody who makes a networking test, you can find information, basic information on one job. Um, if somebody crits a networking test, you find information on all jobs I have prepared. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I guess I'll roll. First number is the is me. Second is the market. Uh, first, first, uh, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Um, and then the way you normally can, you can do it either, uh, you can do it either like red and say the number black, say the number, or you can say the black number over the red number, or you can just say, I succeeded. I failed. I critically succeeded. I critically failed. Yeah. I think I'll go with the, I'll personally go with the, uh, I succeeded with over blank. Sure. Or I failed with blank over blank. So sure, sure. Okay, so um, I have three in the skill. That just means I had three to my number. Yes, right? you had three to the black tie. Does anybody else have networking? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Intimidation? <laughs> no. Uh, 
I got two fives, <laughs> so that makes it eight over five. Uh, that makes it a crit failure, actually, if they're both fives. Why don't I add my three? Yeah, but if you roll it, the it, same amount on both, if this, if the raw value is the same on both dice, then it's a critical. And if it's odd, it's a failure, and if it's an even, it's a success. Um, so if nobody has succeeded and, in networking... And so we spent... And so we spent that week alone at the rock. No, well, if you if you fail at a networking if you fail at networking tests, that just means you can tap a reference to succeed automatically. The thing about tapping a reference is that it is a one bounty alone, basically. Uh, what that I have to give them back a bounty at the end of this, so it becomes yeah, you have to pay them. Basically. Yeah, you're basically just calling up an expert, and they they ask for payment for their services. Um, and anybody can do that, but any reference you tap, um, you know. You have you owe that much. Um, you have the most references you can tap at three, and yeah, references so are, I guess references I'll... are just made up on the spot. Okay, yeah. So I'll you know I'll I'll send a, a ubic message over to uh, we'll call him Jonesy. He delivers the booze around the island, so he knows what's going on usually. <laughs> okay, and uh, what kind of work are you looking for? Um, how far the travel time or how complicated a job, uh, generally, uh, more dangerous jobs make more money. Um, and you know, multiple different enclaves around this area that are between zero and one legs, depending on who you want to pay. Well, I guess I'll bring that up to the team. Sure. I'll go, I'll go sit at the dock and then you bick everybody else. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Um, well, uh, the the actual like p- job postings aren't really yielding a whole lot right now. Uh, so I'm gonna talk to talk to Jonesy about it. I just wondered um, what kind of stuff we were maybe looking for before I asked him about it. No, I don't know. They don't let me close enough to the supplies to know where we're missing. That's that is a fair question. Can can someone who can see the supplies? Go go check that out for me, please. Uh, and I'll also add that um, you guys know that you can also do... Uh, yeah. Uh, you guys know that also uh, a lot of contracts are for other enclaves that need things for their stuff. So it may not all be necessarily jobs for Alcatraz, uh, since you guys are kind of free agents. I I, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll look into the supply thing, but really what I'm asking is... Um, I don't know, since this is... Like one of our, we're, we're still kind of getting our, getting our team groove together here. Uh, whether we should, you know, maybe take a, a smaller thing for the moment, and then we, you know, work our way up to, to something bigger. That's personally what I'm the most comfortable with right now. Well, that's whatever, it's whatever you want. I'll bring the bed and I'll do my job. Of course. Um, gnarly, Bliskin, any, any thoughts? You know I'm up for whatever, man. That's I, I appreciate your enthusiasm. Um, not exactly decisive, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So she'll uh, like ask him for something local, something you know within a leg. All right. Um, yeah. What is what is Jonesy's what is Jonesy's personality? Um, like, he knows that he's in the position he's in, so, like, he's just, you know, sort of a shifty, you know, your typical kind of two-bit fixer kind of guy. Gotcha. 
Hey, Harpy, my favorite customer. Hey, uh, you said you're looking for jobs that are local? Uh, yeah, preferably within X, you know, miles or so. Ah, hell, I got ones, uh, this is, uh, hell, you want one that's close? There's one right on the island. Okay. Uh, looks like you need to talk to, uh, looks like a guy named, uh, he's calling himself, uh, Ahab's putting the job out. You know Ahab? Hmm? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, you know, yeah, you know Ahab, he's one of the, um, he used to be, uh, actually one of the boat guys, um, now he's actually sort of in charge of the whole, like, boat fleet, or in charge of boat operations for the most part, and stays back on the island and does farming and brewing stuff, while also, like, plotting and, like, spending hours looking at maps and talking to people on multiple different computers. All right. Uh, thanks for the tip, Jonesy. Uh, why don't you go ahead and keep my bottle this week? Hey, you swell, yeah, you swell gal. That's what they tell me. You can't see it better right, than your guns. <laughs> I felt it across the internet. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get the presentable members of the team together. And, well, actually, because, like, everybody's at the meet, right? Or... Yeah, you guys. I mean, you I guys guess... are all on the island, aside from well, aside from Slugger. Slugger's slightly oh. off island. The, the meat is the name of the local pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Do you guys welcome have some, to San Francisco, everyone? Do you guys have some space in? Do you guys have some space in the fucking apartment area, or alternately in the prison, depending on where people really wanted to set up. I'm guessing the apartment had a lot more mold in it. Yeah. And not much commercial space. Yeah. Although I guess there is the, what is it, the Blockhouse 13 gift shop area, which probably had a restaurant that could easily be converted into a bar. Fair enough. So the bar is actually inside a museum. <laughs> yeah, so she should get, get the team together uh, and and head over. Look, that, that's where Eb's at, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. You know that's where all the that's you know, that's where all the salty boat captains are at. All right. Um, and if you guys want to do any um, any other research on the job before getting into it or before getting into negotiating, um, that would just straight up be a research check. <laughs> all right. Pretty bad at that too. Um. Oh yeah. I guess I should have told you that uh, Ahab. I forgot. You're supposed to get the basics of the job. I just said Ahab's looking for somebody. Um, so the the thing you get is that Ahab is looking. Ahab is looking for somebody to escort one of his boatmen uh, to pick up uh, to pick up a drop that he has ordered. Um, you know that the drop is some kind of weapon. Okay. Is it a harpoon? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll do a research check. Sure. Basically, just trying to find out, like, since they have this conspicuously doing some move making, see if what sort of moves he may be interested in. Uh, ten over five this time. Okay. So a total of twelve over five. All right. So doing some uh, looking around or talk, doing some talking around, since it's a job on the island, you don't need to actually use your specs. Um, you know that this is a. Uh, you know this is a. Um, a nine bounty job. Um, it is for a high. Uh, you know that it is for a highly scarce weapon. Um, and talking to other people, uh, you can hear that uh, that Ahab is sending out his uh, sending out his 
his number one Ishmael um, to go and uh, to go and pick up a uh, 50 caliber machine gun that he's that one of they they're going to mount to one of the boats. All right. Uh, with enough ammo to last to last until the T minus never. That's that's some amount of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> it's you why they're sending the boat. It's why they're sending a. That's why they're sending a boat. That's why they're sending a single boat with or a boat with one guy and, I guess, potentially four other guys. Okay, uh, let me just pull up that chart thing really quick. Sure. I'm also going to have another visual aid I have to link once we get into negotiations. I mean, I don't have to link it, but it's helpful. No, right. I'm just trying to figure if I, can, if I can use any of that for sway type stuff. Uh, no, you can't. You can't use any of that stuff for sway. That comes up during negotiation. That's during the scam fix. Okay. The only real reason is like game balance. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. But you know what the job's worth um, if you want to try and and you know um, you know that uh, you know ways to jack up the price potentially if you want to take that option instead of uh, instead of having your guys learn his spots. Uh, so I'm any, sorry, what? Um, so we'll, I'll get to the I'll get I'll explain in explicit detail how the negotiation phase works. Um, oh, oh, oh no 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 no! I was I was confused for a second. I thought there was some like cause I thought you were, when you were talking about his spots, I thought you meant like his spots where he drops his stuff. I was like, wait, how would we learn that? <laughs> no, no, spot, no, no, soft no, spot no. and tough spot. Right, right, okay. Yeah, no, you're not learning those. All right, maybe we could. You could. Yeah. What, what if that? And then you could order we... guns from people you don't know. Oh yeah, that's always reliable. Can't lose. Heavy is reliable. If it does not work, you just hit him with it. Um, oh yeah, and that's the other thing. Uh, you know that the the drop spot that he's using um, is a. Uh, uh, he's actually had it. It's not a dead drop. He actually has the uh, the seller um, waiting at a. Uh, he actually has a seller waiting at an enclave um, a little bit further down the coast um, at a place called uh, at a place that's. Uh, called uh whale land let's say yeah whale land or whale so, so he's got the buyer wait, waiting yeah basically basically yeah basically your whole thing here this is uh this job is more or less uh more or less guard the boat and guard the guy while he finishes up the sale and ride back make sure that nothing you know make sure that you come back with the weapon and all the stuff you're probably going to help him move some of the ammo <laughs> Because there's a lot of fucking right, ammo. Right. Can we say that it's called? Can we say it's called Wayland Utuna? Nice. Wayland Utuna. Nice. Wait. Oh, Wayland Utuna. Sure. Yeah, that's what it's fucking called. Okay. Yeah. So I'll praise everyone of all that stuff. And um, I suppose there's any other sort of prep work needed before we we do the actual uh, negotiation. Um, no, pretty much all the rest of the prep work happens leverage style or right, leverage right, style, okay. depending on what you, depending on how you prefer to, uh, refer to it, prefer to refer. Okay. All right. Um, so if there's nothing else, we'll get into the negotiation section. Um, so Axe, you actually, you read the book. How well do you remember the negotiation part? Um, like I'm a little muddled on, Sort of the, um, like, I know what, like, I, I read up more on what I do 
and sort of how I go round by round, but like I'm a little confused on where to insert the various sort of scammy bits. Sure, of it, sure. So okay, so I'll just I'll just explain this straight out. Um, so uh, so the job starts with a leadership check to do a uh, for first impressions. And the, that leadership check this determines how many rounds you get in order to negotiate the contract. Um, you guys, if you succeed, then you get to know how many rounds there are and you get whatever the black die is divided by two in rounds to negotiate. If you fail, then I roll and you go and, and you don't know the amount of rounds you get to negotiate. Now, um, and then every round, uh, you and the you and the client make statements against each other and that's resolved simultaneously. Um, so you can make an argument to move up sway. The client is competent. And so they will always gain a point of sway until you guys are, uh, until you guys are heads up, which is that your tokens are next to each other. Um, also Axe, I'm not sure if you're in the sway tracker thing right now, but here it is. In case I, I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, just about to have to look at that. Uh, yeah. Anybody who's not actually negotiating, it's useful for, it's useful for you. Actually, it doesn't really. Dis- well, it's useful for you because you can know what the spots are. But uh, I can exp- I can just also say what they are. So the every round of negotiation, you and the client uh, negotiate terms against each other. The client automatically moves down until your heads up, and then it kind of comes to who has the most sway. You can gain sway by burning spots. Um, yeah, you can gain sway by burning spots against each other. Um, now where scams come in is in between rounds of negotiation, one member of the party, uh, for each person in the party, one member of the party can conduct a scam basically. And a scam can be used to determine a client's spots or, uh, or jack the price up by, um, by playing the market. Okay. And so it's like the way that these go, basically the client, the red guy always moves one to the left per round until we're heads up. Yeah. We ha- we have to try to move one to the right every round. Yes. Um, and then the client also has other moves, like you can burn around to learn one of the client's spots. The client can burn around to learn one of your spots, but you can, but basically you can resist that by you can resist that with a deception check. Uh, once things are heads up, then you need to get two sway every round in order to push the client back. And then once the once the negotiations run out, then you make a wrap up check, which is another leadership test. If you succeed, then your black then your black spot moves up moves up to their red spot, and they pay whatever uh, wherever the two dice meet. Um, same thing. If you fail, then they move down to meet your die. Gotcha. Right. So if it were to happen right now, we like if I fucked it up, then we'd have the d10 discount. And if- yeah. If, we succeeded, if, yeah. we'd be at 100 percent markup. Yes. Um, generally, Don't worry, this, I'll tell you what result we get. <laughs> uh, generally, this is where he, generally this starts around. Um, I, I've always seen this end around either hazard pay or expenses. Uh, one person actually did get 100 percent markup once. Nice. I get the feeling that might not happen in this case. We'll I don't see. Know, I mean, Axe's character. Axe's character I, I, is an I'm ass kicker in negotiations. For this, so. Yeah. The only the only thing I can really help with is intimidation, and I only have a fifty fifty on that one. Well, so the thing is that you guys are not actually in the room like negotiating with the client. You guys are off doing other uh, stuff. Oh, cool! I don't even care then. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like I said, it happens leverage style. Like you, in between rounds of negotiation, we do a flashback where you did something to learn something about the client. 
and then yeah, so for uh, example if you do intimidation then you know we cut to when someone was like hey what's the deal with harpy and, and the crew she's with and you're just like fuck off <laughs> um and also uh i'll say with your research you also know this job is uh recent enough that there are, uh actually no uh you know that there you know that there is competition on this job Ooh. that's a bad thing yeah i didn't say it wasn't bad i think it's interesting though um because yeah for a job that's a for a job that's um sort of like that's sort of a milk run um I was say this looks like a milk run. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Of course, Harvey is prepared for the legendary double Johnston fucks you maneuver. <laughs> uh, when do the we go between uh, Axe's roles as primary negotiator, kind of? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say when a scam round's happening and ask who wants to do a scam, basically. Okay. Um. What did you you got a ten on your research? I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, Twelve. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shit. Um. So, uh, I guess it doesn't. It doesn't matter either way. But I will say that um, uh, if you want to burn a charge off your glasses, because you'd need to like check the Ubic boards for this. Um. Uh, you need to check lifelines and look into things about uh Ahab. Um. You know that uh DHQS is actually uh looking to is actually looking to get the contract on this too. Which one was that? That's the Department of Homeland and Quarantine Security. Uh, basically, the CIA. <laughs> God, no. No. Yeah, yeah, the charge is burnt. I don't want to know these things. I just want to would know you, who's standing you, in front of my back. Would you rather not know it and then walk into it? Sometimes. So here's the other thing. Um, in addition to finding out the client's spots, you can also try and... Um, well, I guess it's more... You can't really scare off DHQS because they're not even here. <laughs> they just sort of put a bid in on the contract. Gotcha. Um, All right. Actually, I'll say uh, everybody can make a meme roll if you're sharing that with the team. A meme roll is intelligence. You just say make an <laughs> intelligence roll. Uh, okay. Welcome That's just to... plus intelligence. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just plus intelligence. Welcome welcome to blood. That's what I meant. All right. I actually succeeded with that. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, that's... Alright, let me grab your character sheet. Wow, yeah. I succeed with Gusto, also. 11 to 5. I succeed (laughs) with 9 over 3. Uh, 6 to 2. Alright, so all of you know that, uh, all you know that anytime DHQS takes a contract, they usually take, uh, they usually put in a pretty low bid. Um, you know that clients, you know that clients, uh, generally don't like when they they like when they are they 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 like and simultaneously simultaneously don't like when dhqs puts in a bid because their uh their reliability is kind of low um but one of the things you know is that if is dhqs will put in really low bids because they don't need the money um because they either want to uh the site they're, they're more interested in what's going on at the site and if they're putting in a bid, that means that they're using the site and they don't want anybody going there and just kind of buying the job out and failing at it is an easy way to make sure that nobody goes there. Ah, that's interesting. It's just got surprisingly heavy. Well, sounds like Slugger needs to go have a talk with them. With what, DHQS? Yes. <laughs> You're the last person who wants to go have a talk with DHQS. Lest you be medically drafted. Yeah. Yeah, pay attention to the cute part. 
What are they going to do? Yeah, well, fair. Yeah, they're probably going to try and take me down somehow. Probably they, like, they don't want to strap him to a table and his bone marrow out for eternity. No, Slugger, Slugger's a late well, that's the Yeah, Gnarly's the one they'd want to steal the bone marrow from. Yeah. Ew. So, uh, yeah. I need that. Meeting with DHQS is not a good day for anybody. Yeah, that wasn't really my plan. Okay, so what we know is is that what we're likely going to is a DHQS black site. Mm-hmm. Or a site that DHQS that. has interest in. Yeah. Okay. You know that you know that whale you know that, that whale base Utuna uh you, you know enough about whale base Utuna that you know that they were formerly a uh, a marine a marine lease, uh, research uh, lab um that was protected pretty well from the fall or not from the fall, from the crash, by how um, they're on a very small peninsula that has only one road in or out, and their building is pretty concretized. Okay. Um, and you're not exactly certain of the makeup there. Um, you know that it's it's a lot of it's a lot of researchers, um, and they have they have a few things they have a, a few things they can leverage out of their base. Um, but like they have a massive harbor. And so they're also sort of they're also sort of your guys' uh, big supply chain thing. Not so much that they like. Well, they they mostly focus as they mostly just kind of act as a big storehouse for stuff. And also, they still have access to all of their whale sensors and seismograph sensors and stuff. Because all of I don't know if you've seen those, but they're just outfitted with all kinds of like fucking like they're they're just outfitted with solar panels and wind turbines and all that kind of stuff. Like they will last forever. Without any maintenance. That's how they're designed. Right. And then Josh dropped. Um. Okay. It's just like I'm, I'm unsure how to treat this from an in-universe perspective. Uh, which um, thing? I just dropped a the, lot the of fact, you. The fact that I know it's a that DHQS is involved, like that seems really problematic. Problematic, but it'll be it's, good for negotiations. I must say, it seems like something that we could say, like. Hey, well, we scoped out that they're involved, and so you're gonna need to bring it hard or whatever, you know. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a platform you could uh, you could nego- you could try and negotiate with. And I just persuade off that rather than deceive, or I could make it, the problem seem worse and deceive off of it or whatever. But sure, okay. And then, um, so it's it's a DHQS site, and the other thing is, what was the other thing? You said you dropped a lot. I. Most of what I got was just the DHQS business. Oh yeah, no, that was it. I just wasn't sure which. Okay, that's the most I've had to drop about an enclave like off the bat. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm ready to go for a negotiation. All right. Uh, so we'll start it off um, by uh, making a leadership test. All right. That's uh, four over one turns into eight over one. Ooh, boy. All right. You have four rounds to negotiate. And you know that. So, um, both people go at the same time, but uh, if you want to lead off with a, well, I guess the client will. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you're the, uh, you're happy. You're here to take the job. I am. <laughs> All right, good to hear. Go to hear. This is a, uh, this is a job. It's uh, one legs. Uh, my friend, uh, my friend Ahab will be driving you most of the way there across the coast. That's just how swell I am. Your job is to your job is to take him there, and make sure he doesn't get uh, make sure that nothing happens, make sure the bones don't get shot up. 
Or make sure he don't get eaten by no casualties. Of course. I think uh, um, job comes in nine bounty. I think that's a fair price. I think I think that that is a fair price. Um, when you take this whole thing at face value, um, however, you should know that. Uh, well, I would imagine that there's probably some derisive name for the for the DHQS. Deeks. Yeah, there's yeah, there's. <laughs> you can just call them. Yeah, you just call them the dicks. <laughs> I'll stick with that for now, unless somebody has a better slur for them. Uh, but you should know, um, that that the dicks are involved here. Um, I'm not sure what their interest in uh in whale based utania is utuna is right now um but i can tell you that them being involved uh is going to uh shall we say we're gonna need to bring gonna need to go a little harder uh than usual just in case mm. all right uh so make your persuade roll nine over eight all right, uh, that's a success. Move uh, you move one way up the sway checker. Move one way up the sway checker. I talk good. Um, one way up sway checker. All right, so we come to the first round of scams. So at present, at present, you guys uh, do not know the client's weak spot or soft spot, and you do not know the contract's tough spot. Okay. Um, so, uh, you can kind of, this is the point where you can kind of just, uh, pitch me a skill you're using and a way you're using it to get information who you're talking to. You know that Ahab, you know that Ahab kind of leads the whole boat brigade. So, you know, the people he associates with regularly, if you want to use a charisma, if you want to use a charisma skill, or if you want to use criminality, you can just like break into his office and read stuff. Um, it says here intimidation can be used defensively to prevent him from finding out stuff about us. Uh, that's what the negotiator can do. Ah. Um, basically, as a as the scammers, um, yeah. So the negotiator, so the negotiator, because the 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 client can make a can force a role to have to learn negotiation to learn negotiator spots. Okay. By sussing them out. Um, this one is a little bit more like free form. Yeah, that's also part of a strategy. Um, because you could be a negotiator who actually isn't a good liar or persuader, but has good leadership and or uh, intimidation to just uh, make the negotiation end early and then hope that they win the uh, last roll. I mean, the thing is, you can yeah, win right. if you if you have if you have that and and like enough will points, you could just always win the last roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, you yeah, know, you. If it's open to scams, I suppose I'll. I, I suppose I will use criminality to uh, break into the guy's office. That sounds good. All right, sure. Uh, make that criminality roll. Uh, what spot are you trying to learn? All right, so I can learn his weak spot, his soft, soft spot, spot or soft the, spot. Actually, or... the the one you'd probably learn from breaking into his office is the tough spot on the contract. All right, I'll go for that then. The tough spot is uh, the client usually doesn't have a tough spot. The the contracts have it because there's usually some kind of hidden agenda that they're not going to tell you. All right. Success seven over four. All right. So seven over four. Um, you're looking through his you're looking through his uh, his office and kind of looking at his ledgers. 
um, going through mm-hmm. uh, going through filing cabinets and stuff. And you can see that uh, there's a ledger uh, that just uh, that just uh, on the front of it just says Ahab, and you can kind of look through and you can see that this is his uh, this is his actual tracking of his retirement expenses or his retirement income basically. Um, how much and you can tell from how many days is he away from retirement <laughs> he is uh he this is actually the last job that he would have to do uh until uh, until he retires himself huh i see is so you know like that, but, but is this like his joels or uh he doesn't actually he doesn't uh he doesn't actually need a joels basically he's just um he's just going to a quiet life in safety yeah basically i understand He's a boat guy. He's also he he also has heard good things about the Hawaii front. Sure. You can see you can see the 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 very nice boat that he has bought or so is planning what, on buying. What does that mean for the job's tough spot? So for the job's tough so the job's tough spot is just one more day to retirement. Um you know that uh you know that DHQS has a very poor return rating on has a very poor uh return rating on jobs and if you succeed at this job then um he can then he can get out of this place and to another place that is maybe I don't know nicer. Yeah, I'll send that information off to Harpy. Yeah, your yeah, yeah. ads cashing out after this one. Oh, thank God! Because like, now DHQS is going to try to undercut us. We're going to cut. You're going to cut them out of that by just saying that they won't actually do the job. Oh, thank you so much. You got it, man. All right. Um, so that brings us to the next round of negotiation. Uh, there are three rounds remaining. Show up aggressively. So uh, you seem you seem to be doing pretty well for yourself, um, if you don't mind my saying. Uh, in fact, you know, I mean, I'm sure something like you know maybe not, not messing around with these boat people all day is looking pretty nice and and actually within your your grasp so you know whoever's going to try to undercut us you know that's the dicks and you know they're not actually going to do your job they're just going to scuttle it in order to uh to keep whatever the fuck they've got going with you tuna going all right but uh but tell me why should i uh why should i throw more money at you when i know the dick when i know the dicks are involved now and I know you guys don't have. And I know you guys don't have anything going on at the moment. You guys are just getting straight into this. And this guy started off as a salty yeah, sea we'll captain. They turned into fucking. I don't know. Turned to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Every round, the voice gets lower. So you come to me for a job on the day of my daughter's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I hope your first child. Hope your first child is a masculine child. Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, so she'll fire back and be like, "Yeah, like you said, uh, we're just getting started, uh, and I can t- and I can tell you that you know we'll we, we've got the heart to get this done. You know, we got, you know, yeah, I'll say it." You know, maybe maybe this will help us make a name for ourselves. You know what I mean? Get us out there, get our get our brand, you know, get people motivated to our brand. All right, uh, we'll make a uh, make a uh, a persuasion test. He's actually going to uh, his 
his talking to you is actually he's going to try and suss out uh, one of your spots this round. Uh, or he's going spotting to he's you. he's going to suss out one of your spots this round. He's spotting you. All right. He's going full um, seven up pool spot on you. Now this is this will be a two sway move if, if I make it. Yes. So um, if you fail, what? then it's just one sway. The burning the spot is an automatic one sway. Okay. Um, though still, what does what does Will do offhand? Uh, so you can Will basically works like Moxie from Eclipse Phase. Uh, you can use it to uh, you can use it. Uh, to turn a failure into a success, to turn a uh, to turn a success into a crit success, to turn a crit failure into a regular failure, um, or there's multiple different ways you can use it to stay alive when you should have died. Yeah, but for checks, you can use it to crank up to the next success level. <laughs> okay, probably not going to spend it on this one because I, I thought it was that it was going to be a zero or two thing, which is why I asked about it. Yeah, it's okay. it's written kind of weirdly. Um, I'm interpreting it as one or two if you're burning a spot. Uh, so you failed then? You only move up one? No, I haven't rolled yet. Okay, roll. Yeah, roll. He's it. just asking if you could give it like a pre-bonus. Oh, yeah. 11 over 8. Ooh, boy. All right, you guys move up to hazard pay. Nice. And we come to another round of scams. So either Gnarly or Pliskin could try and suss out the weak spot or soft spot of the client. Well, I broke into his office. I'm going to take a piss. Be right back. <laughs> Gotta go take a piss somewhere that isn't his office. It's not easy. His office is the entire island. There's just files everywhere. Um, so, uh, does somebody want to try and exploit another... Who wants to try and exploit another spot and how? I'm gonna try a sensitivity roll to uh, figure out their tough spot. Uh, you've already figured out the tough we know, spot. We know the tough spot. Oh, to be at the tough spot? Okay, yeah, then the, yeah. uh, uh, the, the weak spot. All right. Critical fail. Fuck. Ooh. Man. Nine really? nine. Oh, yep. man. That's rough. <laughs> I guess on, I guess it's some, I guess it's some consolation. I can tell that guy. No, we, we just broke probability. We do not have broken dice. <laughs> um, yeah, you tr- you uh you try and talk around to learn the uh to learn the client to to learn the client's weak spot. Um but uh the boatmen seem to be the boatmen seem to be sort of uninterested with uh with your uh beach bum freegan personality uh, as they're all kind of talking up jobs and talking up responsibilities and you know what places they want to hit up and stuff. They uh quickly uh they, they quickly and promptly ignore you. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's all for me. <laughs> it is not tubular. <laughs> Unlike these bells. All right, so let me see. All right, so then in order to move him this turn, I've got to, like, unless, if it, since I don't have a spot to exploit, in order to move him this turn, I basically got to crit succeed? Yeah, basically. Okay. And uh, let's see. Now I know you're thinking you I know you're thinking you tough shit and all having gotten uh I see that tattoo. I know you uh I know you got I know you got out of some kind of slavish situation. And maybe you think yourself some of uh kind of a schemer, but uh I talked to enough people. I've seen through and I've seen enough schemes to 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 know what's up. So tell me really how you're going to try and do the job. Well, and you can uh as that well 
I'll just say right now, the the mechanic for that is deception test to kind of poker face your way through that while you're also negotiating. Okay, so like, so I basically am defending this round. Sort you can of, you or? can defend you can defend and also persuade. This is infinity actions. You make as many rolls as you're prompted for. All right. Yeah. So she will. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Probably branded her or tattooed her. I don't know. Let's just say on the arm somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, she like cons- conspicuously roll the sleeve even more up, and you know. That because I have this, I, I'm not just a schemer. Uh, it means I managed to get my way out of hell. I, I hope you understand that. Uh, as far as how we're going to do your job, I'll tell you exactly how we're going to do it. Uh, they're not, you know, uh, the the three guys I have with me. Uh, I've got you know s- several combat experts. I'm, I'm sure that. Uh, if the DHQS does show up in force, uh, we will put them through their paces and then more. I have nothing but faith in their ability. All right. Um, so you can also, if you, or your intimidation score is not that good. But uh, one thing, if you, uh, if well, I guess this one doesn't matter so much. But if you su- if you crit succeed on a uh, on deception, um, that can prevent them from trying to use any more spots on you. For I'll say for this negotiation, normally it's if you succeed on deception, they can't use that spot against you ever again. But you know this guy's gonna leave if this job succeeds, right? Um, and then it's also a persuasion to get to get the one sway you need to kind of hold your position. All right, that's seven over four on deception. All right, his play against you does not work, and uh, seven over one on persuasion. Okay, you guys uh, stay. You guys stay deadlocked. Um, you keep him convinced. Uh, you keep him convinced to stay where he is. Uh, so we go to um, the last scam round, <laughs> uh, which leaves it to Pliskin to find one of the client spots. Okay, what kind of skills can I use here? Because I don't have a lot of people skills, but I'm damn sneaky. You could sneak around and try and you could sneak around and try and listen in on people or something. I will, you know what? I will, I will do a sneaking mission. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh. Do you do you care about which spot? Um. It's uh, weak and soft. Which spots are available? The weak spot and the soft spot. I'll go for. I'll go for weak weak spot because I mean I don't like exploiting people's soft spots so I think weak spot's nice okay uh you critically succeeded fuck yes I did um so I will say that uh fuck it I'll say you learn both of them <laughs> why not it's a free country I guess <laughs> um Alright, so you over alright, so you're listening to you're listening to the boatmen because you know that they're the ones that well, to try and get information. I'm clinging to the underside of the dock listening to the conversations. <laughs> sure, yeah. Why not? You're an expert at sneaking. Uh and uh yeah, you hear the uh you hear the boatmen uh let's see. Let me find the contract I wrote again. And uh, let's see. I lost my place. There we go. 
Man, you hear the uh, you get the you get the duty roster for Ahab for this week? Yeah, this guy's a this guy's a fucking dick. So like, just uh, look at the fucking look at the fucking typeface on this. Look at how explicit he is with these fucking details. He thinks we're a fuck bunch of fucking amateurs out here. Dude, you use like twelve exclamation points. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> look at this, Dan. Again, look at the size of this typeface. Yeah, well, you know, you you did kind of like you you did you did come in late that one week. I mean, I don't have that kind of shit did stuff. Did he manually edit the kerning? What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Look at this typeface. Look at these. Look at this spacing between these words. Look, look at this. Look at this lack of serifs. <laughs> what is this sans serif bullshit? <laughs> You discovered his weak spot. Fonts. No. Um. We discovered an ancient typeface we thought lost forever. Comic Sans. Oh, God. Of course that survived the crash. Why wouldn't it? Only due to some brave brave runners who discovered it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, to expedite that, to to expedite this a bit, um, you know that... um, uh, you know that uh, that Ahab, um, he is not he he cares deeply about this community, and he really and he absolutely loathes uh, amateurs. Um, he's been he's been around this area he's been around this game enough. Um, or he's been through he's been he's he's been in the game long enough that he that he uh, knows that you need you need someone skilled. To get what you need, and this community needs a lot of things. So you have that uh, care uh, cares deeply about the community, loads an amateur. So be professional and point out how you point out the ways that you're going to help the community, basically. And if you can work those in, that's an additional two sway. Yeah. So assuming this picks up right off after. The yeah, faith, yeah, yeah. After after I talked about faith. Mm-hmm. And and if my and if you know my say so isn't enough. Uh, while we we did just form as a take group, um, all of us have have experience, uh, you know, getting out of tough spots like this. Uh, experience of you know, uh, we know what to do when the shit hits the fan. Uh, that we haven't done it together uh, is something that you know we'll need to work through, but we're this isn't this isn't you know we didn't just walk into the crash from a storybook uh we, you know we've all been around and done some shit and uh we we will get you know we, we will get your hardware back for you uh i i think it's a it's a mighty mighty good gesture of you to uh to enhance the community's defense in such a way because he wasn't installing all his own shit, he was like bringing that back to. The... No, he's bringing it back for some of the other for some of the other boat guys. Because you know sometimes with the guys out on the boats, things can get a little hairy, and uh, with you providing for them like that, uh, you know, make their lives a lot easier, make this community run a lot smoother. And we're interested, you know, since we're going to be sticking around, uh, that that lines up right with what we're looking for. All right. Well, I like hearing that you uh, you care deeply about. I like hearing that you care deeply about the people on this island. Listen, uh, you guys seem you guys seem pretty you guys seem pretty determined, and uh, you just starting out, but you got some you got you probably got some skills together. Look, I got a 
Look, uh, talk to my man Rory. Um, I talk to my man Rory. He's got a. Uh, I think he's he he mans the armory. Uh, tell him I sent you. Give him this, and he kind of I don't know. He writes. He scrawls something on a bar napkin and slides it over to you. It's a uh, it's a voucher good for a uh, one free uh, one free fully loaded assault rifle. You guys might need some help. That's very generous of you. I assume that's a gift spot he just pulled on us. He did. Yes. All right. So. I got to sway up on him, but he's got to sway against us because of the gift he's, spot. So yeah. I, I need to succeed in order to push him back. Right? Yes, you need to succeed in order to push him to expenses. To push him back to markup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at Basically. expenses. Okay. Yeah, no, to push you guys up to expenses. Uh, well, okay, was that a lie or a persuasion? It was kind of both. Yeah, roll with it how you feel. Um, um, okay. I'm guessing you guys care somewhat about the community since you live here uh see uh our seven over six all right you push him back to all right you push him back to 100 percent markup um even with the gift spot uh so uh wrap up roll uh make your leadership test come on you can do this man 13 over eight all right all right you know what you kids are starting out but i like you uh (laughs) yeah Oh, we aced it. <laughs> Got it all. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'll throw in hazard pay. Um, hell, I'll even pay for the cost of the gear. I'll pay for some. I'll pay for an extra mag for that fucking assault rifle. Why not? Um, give you one and give you an extra one of those. And uh, who knows? It might get Terry. Let's call this an eighteen bounty job. And he uh, extends a hand. Sounds great. All right. <laughs> extends a hand with that, you know, plastered on Hollywood smile. <laughs> And yeah, you guys are the, at... the smile that, that that whispers, "I'm fucking you so hard right now," <laughs> and you have no idea, none. <laughs> he comes back with a smile that you represent that, that you recognize very briefly from the biz as "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the one day till retirement stare. <laughs> it's powerful. <laughs> All right. Um, so let me go through everybody's breakpoint expenses because I should. I need to start writing down how much money is coming in here from this. Um, so let's see. Your breakpoint is eleven. This is the one part where it kind of breaks down because it's like, oh yeah, numbers, numbers, numbers. That's fine. It's just a little bit of bookkeeping. Apparently, yeah. my breakpoint's nine. Although I don't know how I calculated that. It's been a little bit. Um, so that your, is uh, that is your de- all your upkeep. <laughs> that's all your upkeep. That's your depend. That's your uh, sustenance plus your maintenance. Okay. Yeah, it's all your upkeep except for your for your favors and health and stuff. Oh yeah, should I mark that I have like a sort of temporary favor expense here as well? Uh, that goes into your um shit. Where does it go? Uh, yeah, it goes into your favor expenses. Yeah, into your incidentals. Also, you should not owe any money on health yet. You only owe money on health if you get injured. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Alright. Because you gotta pay for medical treatment. By the way, audience, since you cannot see this chart while well, Matt's doing his bookkeeping, um, we have pushed the client all the way back into the one hundred percent markup area of the negotiation slider, which means we have doubled the cost of the job for him. <laughs> yes. In addition to him also paying for all of your expenses. Which are and considerable. All it- <laughs> And all it took was a critical success 
and the sacrifice of my entire character towards making of money. Yeah. So with with labor, he agrees to add the breakpoint to the price. What's uh, so breakpoint? So that standard. So standard breakpoint is just sustenance. Okay. It's oh, not okay. written well. Um, I'm calling the other one breaking point because that's the that's the point between uh between loss and profit. Okay. So uh, so if we only hit labor, it would cover our sustenance, but because we hit expenses, it covers our gear too. Yes. Cool. And then you guys sense. also have hazard pay thrown on top of that. And I nice. apparently closed Kevin's character sheet, which I shouldn't have done. Uh, what was your what was your overhead again? Sorry, nine. Okay, so plus hazard pay plus an additional nine. So let me just boot up the old calculator. So this job is bringing in sixty four bounty for you guys, uh, right off the bat. Nice. Uh, giving you a um. Okay. Hi. Uh, giving you without doing anything a uh twenty two bounty profit. Wow, that almost splits evenly. We also have a assault rifle. Yes, you have an assault rifle. Let me grab the stats for that because I have them written down in a different contract. I already have Kalashnikov, but if I take They're probably this, on my sheet. Then I have two Kalashnikov. Uh, contracts. Here we go. It's this one. Audience, I don't already have a Kalashnikov. But now you have two Kalashnikov. What? They know, James. They know. <laughs> they might not know. They always know. They know everything. I didn't mention that my primary form of attack is a baseball bat. There. They inferred their exposition. <laughs> there we go. Um. So this is... I guarantee you they inferred by this point. It's a nice baseball bat. It's black and aluminum. So there you go. It's your basic uh, like AR-15 kind of deal. Uh, iron sights. Uh, tactical sling means it can be drawn as a quick action and does not, um, well, it does still lead into your hull. Cool. <laughs> I'm not caring. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> it is useless. It is, it is wasted on me. Okay, yeah. It's too haul for whoever wants to carry it. Like, I can carry it if no can one else I, has oh. space, but I can't use it. I wanted I, to, I, I, I forgot. I was going to say, I, am I audible? I yes. can hear you. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say I would like to take the tactical sling off of it, but you can't do that. <laughs> no, it is. Because it is. reasons. This sling was made for it. Because game balance. <laughs> yeah, no, there's. you should be able to take all the things off, like, if it's a gun. Nope, it is made yeah. particularly for this gun. You should be able to take off the extended magazine, the scope, and the silencer, and the tactical sling, but you can't. The gun is threaded through the barrel. The sling. The gun is threaded through itself. Yes. It's like a Klein bottle. <laughs> There's a reason he threw it on. He doesn't want to be cursed by its presence anymore. Like this gun never. I mean, is this rifle a loner or is it just for us to keep? No, it's a gift spot. You just you guys just have that now. Like he tried to use it to fight our ridiculous three sway push from your sneaking mission. Oh god no. <laughs> I mean if we don't need to be quiet, I'll use that one instead of my silenced one. Yeah, it's worth keeping around. Can we, like, keep it in the boat or something? Um, it's something to pay upkeep on it, but... Yeah, once you guys get off the boat, it would be very it's it would be very difficult to get back onto the boat. Yeah, never mind, then. I think I'm, like, maxed out on my hull, so... Two Kalashnikov. 
Oh yeah, because your bow and quiver takes up most of it. Yeah, mostly the bow. Yeah, the bow and the crowbar. Oh yeah, because the crowbar takes up all your belt space and the bow takes up your hands. I'm carrying all these small jerry cans of gasoline. And then I guess you have the quiver in your backpack. I guess so. It it didn't didn't really mention that unless it's included. Well, it says bow and quiver, and it's a three-haul thing, so I'm guessing it's three-haul because you have the two-haul for the bow and then one-haul for the quiver. Yeah, that would make sense. So, yeah, she will head down to the dock because I guess it's... (laughs) Uh, you pick everybody else and try to contain her excitement at the fact that she just got them like 60 bounty for the job. Yeah. The fuck did you do? Well, wow. uh, it helped that, you know, like th- that, that DHQS thing, uh, alongside, you know, uh, Bliskin's intel about his personal life, you know, you just, you gotta, you gotta be aggressive negotiator sometimes. Well, I, I think he thinks that we uh, that, you know, we're like a new we're, we're the new Turks or, you know, new young Turks or whatever. And so he's kind of taking it easy on us that and he gives like absolutely no fucks about anything since if we pull this off, he's just done. So well, good on you. I, I assume part of the sort of incidental talk afterwards was getting when the boat was leaving and whatnot, you know, getting time set up for when they leave and shit. Sounds about right. Matt cannot inform us about that, though. What now can I not inform you about? Um, our incidental talk included when the boat's coming by and such. Um, It's coming by soon. You know, when the job starts. Yes. Uh, when is Jorb? <laughs> uh, you know that, uh, you know when Ishmael's, uh, Ishmael's coming by in like uh, a few hours, basically. It's, once he finishes a different Hall he's doing and like gases up his vehicle and stuff. Um, so that gives you guys enough time to get your gear together and whatever. And so if you uh, don't have anything you want to do in particular, um, you guys can start making your way out. Oh, yeah, he sure. also gave us this assault rifle. Uh, it, it, this that's a Fliskin thing. You, you tell me what to do with that, honey. Generally, you point that end at what you want to die. Then you pull that little thing there. Not cool, man. Thank you. Asshole brought that up my not... tattoo. Uh, that ain't my speed. Eh, it's, don't feel bad about gadgeting him now. It's fine. Right then. Job. Yeah, the docks in like two hours, maybe three or four. As uh, soon as uh, Ishmael gets back. It'd be nice to stretch my legs for once. That sounds good. All right. And um, hours pass by seemingly instantly. As uh, you guys, uh, as Pliskin should... smokes a cigar, <laughs> welcome cigarette. To the, welcome to the human race. Gnarly also smokes a cigarette, so to speak. <laughs> if you've been playing for too many hours, please take a break. Now remember, like we found out, DHQS might be involved, so just keep that in your mind. This this isn't a milk run anymore. Always do. Yeah, that's a bad scene. Hmm. Yeah, not quite the uh, kind of guys you want to wade in with a baseball bat against. We'll see about that. Well, it's more getting in baseball bat range. Especially with the uh, gestures at your black veiny arm. Yeah, I'll be wearing the jacket for this one. 
probably a good idea. All right, and uh, Ishmael pulls up to the dock and starts gassing the uh, starts gassing up his. Uh, uh, he's got like a big fishing boat um, that's been mostly hollowed out to just hold more shit, but also it can be used for fishing still because it's a boat. I uh, yeah, so just you know hop up on, give him a handshake and whatnot. Hey, welcome aboard. So you're the uh, fine people I have the uh, courtesy of being protected by today. Uh, that's right, and uh, just so you're aware, um, there is a distinct possibility that uh, that the dicks might be involved. Just so your head's up as much as ours is. Oh. Hmm. Alright. Have to scope the place out. Um, if it doesn't look good, I might have to drop you off from uh, from a little bit further away. That's what your pan is for. Yup. So uh, don't let the cabin down, eh? Uh, we don't plan to. Good to hear. Good to hear. All right, well, this whole this the whole team then. You guys got all your shit. Yep, here we are. This is mm-hmm. us. All right. But yeah, uh, yeah. He backs the boat out, and you guys uh, begin heading out of the bay. Um, you can see that uh, for the most part, the for the most part, the the journey's pretty simple. Uh, you know, since one of the things that uh, the rock offers pretty constantly is 100% casualty-free travel, so you guys can just kind of hang out on the boat and look out at the uh, at the empty cities, um, or the mostly empty cities now, um, as you're kind of uh, getting away as you get away from Alameda County and from uh, what is it from Alameda County and passing around uh, San Diego and Santa Cruz, um, looking at the it's pretty dry, uh, wild, uh, the pretty dry, mostly wild land. Um, as you guys kind of make your way, uh, on up to, um, the, up to Monterey. Um, and let's see. It's uh, worth noting that Harpy is annoying this shit out of everyone with, uh, you know, impromptu YouTube style interviews. <laughs> right. You're getting the camera in people's faces. <laughs> yeah. I know if you want to interject with that kind of stuff, then go ahead. Like I'm curious as to what sort of questions you'd be asking. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll go I'll give one to each person. Uh, so, so Pliskin, you know we're going up against uh, against the the dicks. Do, uh, have you have you encountered them before? Uh, is there anything that you know that us or you know maybe our viewers in the future uh, should should know about dealing with them? Don't mostly. If you're from this side of the wall, they don't give a fuck. So, so no real, uh, no real bargaining with them and the like. If you have something they want, but good luck with that. Uh, that's 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 blitzkin everyone straight and and to the point. Um, gnarly. Have you you been up near this area before? Uh, any you know maybe important. Uh, terrain features we should be aware of, uh, or you know, just just good surfing spots. Yeah, the swells are all right. Restaurants are decent. Used to be. Used to be nice people here. A damn shame. Yeah, no kidding, man. He keeps man. looking off at the open ocean. All right. One day, and, ocean, uh, I will have you. And I'm sorry, it wasn't Hunter. It wasn't Killer. Slugger. What? Uh, Slugger. That's what it is. 
Listen, I respect you enough after that negotiation to give you one question. Well, uh, if I only have one, then I suppose... How, how, how's, how's your day been going, Slugger? Oh, how are you? Are you, you doing okay? Any, any trepidation about what's about to, what we're, what we're about to do here? I woke up that was, on a, That was more I, than one question, I'm sorry. I woke up on a small rock, walked to a bigger rock... My day's just starting here. I plan to have some fun. That's that's good. It's it's, it's important to it's it's important to maintain a positive outlook. Thank you. I'll I'll turn this I'll turn this off now. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Rumrunners. <laughs> we are the yeah. least we are the least marketable team until we touch a combat situation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're definitely not marketable right now. <laughs> like, if, if you if you can cut in like what we do during combat situations, we're probably pretty marketable. You just gotta. I yeah, mean, you... after we get a few under our belt, Pliskin might start to be more interesting on the camera. <laughs> we we barely know each other so far. <laughs> Especially if you prove that it makes us money. <laughs> What acting acting silly on a acting silly on a face cam can get me money? You do know how the Zombo's Let's Play channel started, right? What's a Let's, let's Play? play. <laughs> That's Wait, a I need you to be shit. surprised. Play. I need you to pretend to be surprised at the casualties we're about to ambush. Okay, just just go nuts, <laughs> scream! <laughs> ah, ah, oh my, that was startling. The more Swedish you can act, the better. How's it going, Bryce? <laughs> Uh... <laughs> All right. Um, and as you're as you're wrapping up your interviews, um, you can see, uh, you guys can see, uh, Monterey. What is it? I have it on the map here. Um. Oh yeah, Moss Landing. Um, off in the distance. Um, it's interesting. It's uh actually a uh. A fairly uh, undeveloped place, fairly speaking. You can kind of see as you guys are getting through the, uh, as you guys are heading along the coast, you can see occasional, um, what is it, through the state park and through actual like farmland areas in the Central Valley. Um, you can see the occasional like dots off in the distance kind of roaming, which you can recognize as casualties. Um, and as you guys are, as you guys reach or start getting in visual range of Moss Landing, um, uh, one thing that strikes you uh, immediately uh, is that uh, the area seems uh, the area is swarmed with casualties right now. Uh, the area surrounding, uh, you know that that's surrounding uh, Wayland Utuna. So it's probably clogging up the the Peninsular Road that you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, it's clocking up most of the peninsula, honestly. Uh, did the boat have enough space to bring my motorcycle along? Yes, it did, yeah. Does Pat the fuel tank? What do you think? Motorcycle roundup? How do casualties oh. deal with, like, water? Like, if you make noise on a boat just off the shore, do they crawl under the water and just sort of sink? Do they float? Um, do they not they, go they into the water? They don't, they can't, they can't, they can't Are swim. Are they hydrophobic? Like, they'll... Uh, they can they if they walk into water they can't swim so they mostly get shoved around by the tide. 
Um, I'll call for uh, awareness tests. My awareness is one. <laughs> Shit. I have all sorts of awareness. Oh, I actually have okay awareness. And no, no, one or two over Ooh. seven. Four over eight. Seven over one. All right. Um. Uh, so, uh, looking through the uh, looking through the looking through the the scope of your rifle, and then also kind of keeping an ear open, um, you can hear uh, you can hear a sound that you that is just barely audible uh, from this distance over the sound of the ocean noise, uh, and that appears to be uh, you recognize it as a, you recognize it as something called a screamer, um, which is a um, a robot designed to murder people. Yes, no. Uh you know, you know it's uh you know it is a uh it is a special type of grenade that basically just makes a terrible noise constantly. Um and looking through looking through the scope, you can see uh far off you can see far off in the distance um some people actually some actual people on shore um behind the uh behind the casualty mobs. Uh, that are currently surrounding the building. Um, and I'll I guess, and I guess, uh, I guess, yeah. Um, everybody can make a. So, um, the the way that we do the things in the the way that the way that sanity checks are called for in this game is called checking for something uh, versus the particular kind of trauma that you're dealing with. Okay. Uh, so if I say check for cracks, that is a that is a test where you lose one. If I say check for crumbles, that's a test where you lose two if you fail. If I say check for breaks, that means you lose three if you fail or lose one if you succeed. Um, alternately, we could just say uh, do you, or do you want me to just say make a check if you fail, you lose this much. Probably easier. Well, probably more straightforward to do it that Let's, way. I mean, yeah, but it is nice to use for the play testing a system. Game. Yeah. yeah. Let's stick with crack, cracks, crumbles, yeah. breaks. Got it. All right, so uh, so I want everybody to check for cracks versus detachment. Versus detachment. Okay, and that's a uh, that's a self control test. Yes. All right, we're sitting at ten over four. And we keep them a secret, right? Oh. Um, I think for this one, I'll leave it open just for simplicity. But for future games, I'll keep it secret. If people are inter- into that, there's a sidebar that says everybody should keep it secret, and you should only let me know if you've taken enough uh, if you've taken enough uh, damage to take a regret. Gotcha. And that's okay. at what five? That's every yeah. That's at five in one track. Okay. Um. And what are the critical failure and uh, uh, it's 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 a binary thing. Critical success and critical failure don't change anything. Okay. All right. I fail three to four. Okay. Uh, it's just a crack test, so it's one. Um, as you guys, uh, as you guys, um, yeah, Pliskin relays you the news, and you all, uh, you quickly come to the realization from this that uh, DHQS is uh, DHQS is on the shore, um, and they're using, uh, and they've herded, uh, they've herded um, uh, an entire like casualty stampede to this facility to overwhelm it, so that they can get what, so they can get at what they want. I, yeah. Hmm. So the screamers I'm assuming are somewhere in the mob, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Can we see DHQS? Uh, you know that those are the you know those are the guys on the shore. 
Um, you you know they're not being attacked by the casualties because DHQS um, they have developed a scent blocker. Scent blocker. Yeah. Yeah. That makes them that makes them basically invisible to casualties so long as there's something else drawing their attention. So it appears that they're like just throwing screamers, just sort of wanted to you know kind of leapfrogging the casualty mob around with them basically. Um, yeah, you can't make, that's, that's what you can assume. You can't make them out too well. So this is all kind of just sort of from your own personal. I have binoculars. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have binoculars. So I'll say with, I'll say with binoculars, you can see that you can see that the guys on the shore, um, you can see that, uh, the guys on the shore appear to have, uh, appear to have, um, rifles, uh, that they have at the ready. And you know that they're probably, uh, anybody who's at the walls trying to gun down casualties, DHQS is probably gunning them down. Oh, so they're they're being real proactive. Yeah. Have they spotted us? No. How many are there? Uh, you can see two on the shore. Um, you're not certain how many. So they, they have a scent blocker. If a bullet goes through them and their blood is around, does that make them smell delicious? Probably. Um, you're out of range to actually be able to shoot them right now. But if you do, then yeah, that's going to be bad news bears for them. I will mention this if we can get a little closer. Still be sneaky. Sure. Uh, let me just. Uh, she sets the camera because she has a zoom lens on the Progo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's going to to get this on camera. Um, All right. Uh, make uh, a make a persuasion uh, test to convince Ishmael to come close enough to shore to the to the uh, to the fucking black ops agents that you can shoot one of them. <laughs> Well, what else are we gonna do? We gotta do this mission, right? Yeah, like uh, Ishmael, I, I understand this. This is a, probably a tough situation, but uh, you know, we we gotta get in there and do this. Uh, ten to two. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll bring in. Uh, bring in close. Uh, she's a good shot, right? That's why she's here. All right. Boat sounds. Uh, yeah. He. Uh, yeah. He brings you into. Uh, he brings you into long range. Okay. So make if sh- I can, I'm gonna like tag the the DHQS guys as, or I'll, like tag everything. I guess I'll, like I'll spend a. If you, or um, I guess this would be like offering her a charge. Um. So basically, or? yeah. So you can you can point them out with you can point them out with your glasses and uh. I mean, she's already spotted them because she's she can do with her brain what your glasses do basically. Um, so you don't really need it right now. Basically the important part that Ghoulnet comes is if you're separate from the group or kind of scouting, then you can let them know things or they can let each other know things. Okay. It would be more helpful if more of you guys had glasses. Cause then you right. could just say like, oh yeah, here, here's my tactical overlay. Take that. Uh, yeah. So make a shooting test. You can totally, uh, peg one of the DHQS agents. Okay. And yeah, I'm using my silenced rifle. Sure. Because I want to be sneaky. Uh, oh, only ten out of four. Those Are, oh man, okay. Margin do anything? Uh, so uh, so for damage, you deal the raw value on the black die to the hit location determined by the determined by the red die. Okay, raw value on the black die is a five. All right. But uh, as long as I do damage, I think we're good. Yeah, if you have automatic. Uh, if you have automatic on it, you can spend more charges after you hit to just to deal more damage at a one for one ratio. As as fucked up as this is, 
It's not the rifle that's going to kill him. <laughs> we really, we really need to get double time on getting that therapist uh, to help address. All right. Uh, yeah. So you, uh, yeah. So you fire a shot. It uh, grazes. It grazes the. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it grazes the uh, the agent's uh, right leg. Um, and he starts. Uh, yeah, this. Uh, he starts bleeding. Uh, you can see. You can see blood from this distance. You know what blood looks like. Um, and you can see that some of the uh, some of the casualties are starting to are starting to peel off from the mob to go after him. And his uh, his focus is shifted from the uh, from the walls to the casualty mobs, and you can see that the uh, the the agents on the shoreline at least are pretty are uh, now going to be pretty busy. That was a way to do it, man. Um, let's see. Make a make a check for make a let's see. Make another check for cracks versus detachment as you have. Uh, this guy's terrible, but you have, you have possibly, uh, sent him to a fate that is, that, that is, uh, the worst. Okay. Uh, yep. I made it. Yeah, no, whatever. He's a fucker. He deserves to die. He deserves to die in a horrible way. (laughs) Well, I don't think he deserves to die in a horrible way, but, I mean, he's got a... But chucking chucking screamers inside of a of a compound full of innocent people, and then shooting the compound full of innocent people when it tries to defend itself against the zombies it's just screamers shitty. summoned, is some pretty yep. shitty things to do. And that's why uh, Harvey is recording all of this. Yeah, he's a shit guy, and you got that. Uh, yeah, you got that. Also, they might be able to survive. They have really good equipment. Yeah, no, they have good equipment and good training. Um, I will tell you if you ever have to if you have to personally engage. With DHQS agents, they actually get what's called a gift bonus, I believe. Um, they are treated as gifted opponents, which actually gives them a bonus to the red die. So let's see. I'm going to add that to your list of recordings. Um, have you been marking off? Have you marked off a charge for that on your camera? Uh, so it's so you want me to do one for that and then one for the interviews, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. I don't think I can get you guys. I don't think I can land you guys right on the uh, right on that uh, right on the shoreline. And it looks like uh, uh, looks like they've blockaded the uh, the way into the into the piers. But I can uh, drop you off on the opposite shore where there's the uh, casualty mob isn't hanging out. Uh, you still up for the motorcycle plan you mentioned earlier? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Works for me. As long as anyone's gonna be shooting at me if I try it. I don't think. I mean, you've got your jacket on. I don't think they can tell that you're a little sick from here. Uh, the defenders, that is. So I think you should probably be good. All right. All right. Let's go with Thunderchild. Takes his leg over the motorcycle. Turns on the throttle. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see. What the? Okay. There's just a thing on this map that just says sea otters. Um, but yeah, he, uh, so Ishmael pulls up and, uh, pulls up as close as he can to the shoreline of, uh, I don't know, Elkhorn Beach, I guess, and, or Elkhorn Slough, and, uh, drops you guys off, uh, in front of the kayak connection. (laughs) The kayak connection. I'm looking at a map and just reading things on it. Oh man, can we come back and check this place out later? You you want kayaks? 
They might have boards. We have time. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, you guys uh, pile off the boat. Um, Thunderchild uh, lands on the beachhead, <laughs> and it Normandy. is uh, hmm? It's like Normandy. <laughs> yes, exactly like Normandy. Um, and yeah, you guys uh, make your way in the direction of uh, make your way in the direction of Wayland Utuna, um, and uh, burn one charge of gas off of the off of Thunderchild. Alright. Um, as your travel takes you guys uh, somewhat through uh, through uh, a smaller uh, a smaller portion of the city. Um, and uh, as you guys are making your way, as you guys are making your way around, uh, you, uh, I'll say everybody can make awareness tests. Not a nine over seven. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a tie. If I lose. Ah. Uh, so, uh, Slugger, uh, you can hear often. You can hear often the distance. Uh, the echoey sound. The echoey sounds of some kind of. Uh, uh, of a, uh, I don't know, some shitty pop song, uh, echoing through the city. Um, along with the sound of another motorized vehicle. Hey, and you guys know, gang out there that rides in an APC with shitty pop blasting out the speakers. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, say again. Listen, listen. You hear that? The shitty power chords. I'll say anybody that uh, that listens to it can make an intelligence test to determine the song. <laughs> I passed that. Nope. Oh, it's Smooth Criminal, but the Alien Ant Farm version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, okay, yeah, of course it would be gnarly. Uh, you recognize this as you re- recognize this as Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. Dude, it's, it's a party in the USA by Billy Ray's kid. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. The hell is Billy Ray? Oh my god. Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray? Oh, is he related to Miley? I take out my knife and stab myself. Man, how could you not know? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Slugger's hands go white knuckled around the handlebars. <laughs> Surrounded by children. Uh and so yeah. so there's a there's an APC blasting party in the USA? You say. Uh, well, you guys haven't. You only can hear the sounds of an engine, but uh, as you make the as you head through the cross streets, you can hear the you can hear the music getting a little bit louder um, until you eventually uh, you get to a cross street uh, where you see um, there is a uh, uh, you can see that there is some kind of there is some kind of a uh, small sports car that is tapered at the front. Um, with, uh, with some enormous speakers, uh, set up in the back that are blasting it out. Uh, it appears to be chumming a major, uh, casualty stampede. Um, you know, it's, it's taking it in the direction of the, you know, it's take, you know, it's, uh, going, uh, in the direction of the channel. Smart. That DHQS doing that? Or is that somebody counter screaming DHQS? DHQS aren't really... Sports car people are they? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, I, I think, think this is an outside entity. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, what's? Uh, I'm sorry. What channel are they heading towards? Uh, they're heading to. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess this is more of the Elkhorn Sloth, actually. 
Well, um, like, <laughs> it's not kind of, like, abrupt, but, like, like, why is it important that they're heading to the channel? Is, like, is that going to overrun some other enclave? Or... Uh, not as far as you know. You don't know any other enclaves in this area. Um, no, this is just, uh, you can just, you just recognize this as a, uh, um, I'll say with the, with the, you guys have made enough tests already. I'm not going to keep calling for them. You know, this, uh, you can recognize this sports car approaching from the tapering at the front. Uh, this is, uh, uh, I'll say that at least one of you can recognize this as an Aquata, which is one of those cars that turns into a boat. Um, and this person is, uh, employing some kind of Pied Piper tactic. I wonder where he's leading them. To the sea, most likely. Drive down to the docks, drive into the ocean. Beautiful. Kind of starts more problems than it solves, though, no? Like, for example, example, if the waters around us get all casualty infested again? Must be working with somebody else around here? Yeah, but if he's not working for DHQS, I I guess these these, the Utuna guys might have more than one enemy, but I'm just... It's demands I'm looking at, I think. If I had to make sure that they're not dragging them to, say, the rock. All right, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to uh, continue following him, it'll be uh, it'll be another expenditure of gas to basically add another leg to the journey. How much is the refresh recharge? Uh, all of it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, no real checks required as your motorcycle is much faster than even a casualty stampede. Um, so you can get out of the way uh, easily enough. Uh, you can tell that whoever's in the Aquata can't seem to notice you. Um, and uh, you see as they get to the channel, um, they have. Uh, you can tell that you can see that they have. They actually have a ramp that descends. Uh, that descends into the channel. Um, and as they, uh, uh, they just they just drive the uh, the Aquata down into there and switch it into boat mode. Uh, and you see uh, a line of, uh, you see a couple lines of razor wire spring, or not razor wire, but like garrot wire spring up um, at the end of at the end of the ramp. And the guy in the the guy in the boat car just kind of hangs out there. Um, and you can see the casualties sort of stumble down the ramp, or some of them just fall straight into the channel. Um, and as they start falling down the ramp, you can see that the occasional uh, current uh, drag uh, drags them through the garrot wire and starts slicing them up. Yep, looks about right. I assume that because like any amount of blight uh, can cause bullshit to start happening, mm-hmm. that fishing is probably not a thing that's done. Definitely not around here. It's not really said what it what happens to fishing or how long the blight can how long the blight can survive outside of a host. Because that seems to be the only problem is if doing this like chums up a bunch of blight blood and fucks up fishing. But if that's yeah, that's the that's that's the thing that I'm trying to figure out too. Because this is a tactic that's employed elsewhere in the loss. Like they'll just set up big garrot wire nets and just let casualties like in rivers and let casualties fall in and dice them up into pieces. And it says that you can like the takers can go through that river and not like suffer an infection test so i don't know how the blight works on that part okay guess he's just doing god's work then you see him crack open a beer in the car <laughs> or you know he maybe just enjoys it <laughs> still helps us out though okay uh i guess 
like the stuff was going to be dropped off somewhere on the shoreline. Uh, it was actually the stuff was actually um, if you're talking about the gun that's actually going to be in Whale Land Utuna. Okay, so we have to get into Whale Land Utuna. Uh, that shouldn't be a problem, uh, seeing as how a decent portion of their casualty casualty problem just got solved. Well, you know uh, that only a few at a time are peeling off. So either either the either the like when I say a, like there's a stampede there, which is attracted more to the sound more to the sounds of the screamer grenades and the people that they can smell inside than they are to the couple of people outside so you're looking still at about uh, a few dozen casualties outside the facility uh you did manage to draw some of them off by shooting that one guy <laughs> looking at how many a few dozen around the facility okay um maybe as many as like 50 or 60 it's kind of hard to get a good count when there's that many of them. Okay, well, we got to get in there. So, uh, so what's the what's the plan? Hmm. I'm probably the fastest. You're just gonna make the run. So these are casualties, right? Not vectors. Yeah. Although you know they're... when they're you know when they're in a big group like this, um, you know when they're in a big group like this, just their the combined might behind them makes them move a, or the combined force behind them makes them move a little faster um by which i mean they move two shambles instead of one okay well i can still move faster than them yeah mo- most people can yeah <laughs> the top speed of casualties is like a, a semi is is like a semi brisk jog yeah i'll go make some noise and try to draw them off i'll try to loop around and come back and meet you Okay. Unless anyone's got a better plan. Slugger looks at you, looks at the motorcycle. You sure you want to be the one who makes the noise? You want to take your bike through? That's fine with me, too. Like I said, motorcycle roundup. Okay. We just, we just need to get them away, I think. Yeah, yeah we, need to, we need to have, like, an entry. Uh, second, second of all, like, I don't know, maybe we can tell, like, above the casualties, but... Are they like crowding around a door of some kind, like a, a checkpoint? You know, some kind of big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, like you, you're. Yeah, there's a. You know, there's a big door that faced that faced the front that has probably since been you know more barricaded. Uh, there were fences around the facility that. Uh, there were some chain link fences around the facility as well with razor wire that have been pushed down by just the sheer weight of all the casualties that strolled in. So even if we get to the door, it might still. Like, one, they might not let us in, and I, I suppose that's their right. Uh, and the other thing is that, you know, they might, even if they want to, they might have to get a, a barricade out of the way. Uh, with that in mind, you're going to make a pretty big loop. Uh, we'll try to, you know, we'll we'll tell them to keep it open for you to buzz back in, but uh, I suggest you take it out pretty far. Yep. Let's hope they have an intercom or something on the outside. Um, let's see. Uh, you know that, uh, you know that, uh, it would make sense for this, uh, because how else would you connect? Uh, Ahab gave you, Ahab gave you the name of a contact, uh, that you could reach by, uh, Ubeck, who goes by, uh, who just goes by Dawson. Um, that's the guy who's, that's the guy who's currently, uh, who's currently there with the weapon. And Dawson is part of, like, the Ubeck Enclave, or... From another enclave who's hanging out at the... He's from another he's from another enclave. He basically has supply he's he's part of his enclave supply chain and is just sort of a guy who makes sure that stuff gets delivered. 
Okay, so I'm gonna have to like tell him to tell other people to do stuff, but that that should be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'll spend the Ubik charge. Yeah, you call up Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. You can hey, hear uh, screaming is, in the this background. Is, uh, this is Dawson. Uh, I assume. Yeah. 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 No shit. Uh, we're the team sent to pick up uh, the merchandise you currently have on you. Uh, what is the status in there? Uh, it's not great. Uh, they haven't, uh, I don't think any of them have gotten through the, have gotten through the doors or the the front window yet, but they got us pinned down pretty good. And those, uh, fucking, the black ops fuckers have been, uh, have been shooting, uh, have been shooting the place up. Uh, yeah, well, um, one, one of ours did, did put a hole in one of those dudes. Um, we're going to have one of our guys do a, uh, do a roundup with a motorcycle, get him off the front gate. Uh, can you tell someone to let us in and to let him drive back, uh, if at all possible? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, let me see. Uh, Nielsen up, the uh, Nielsen up on the other side said that there, uh, said that there's a, there's an attachment of them that's, uh, heading, uh, heading south. Uh, that'd be about the way you guys would be coming in, I think. Okay. Uh, can you, uh, can you give me Nielsen's contact information? Yeah, yeah, sure. Zoop. And he sends you the yeah he sends you his Ubik Skype. Uh yeah she'll so she'll hang up mm-hmm. uh and Skype Nielsen. Ready to spend another charge or is it one sort of um I'll I'll just say for this one it's it's a simple one because you didn't get a lot of information out of that. Okay yeah so um, showing up Nielsen. All right. Yeah. Hey uh we just talked to Dawson inside. Um we're we're a team sent to pick up something from him uh we took out one of those one of the dicks on the way in uh we oh, that's you guys in the that was you guys in the boat it, it was yes all right thanks yeah i mean i'm sure you already know this but they're throwing screamers in and trying to pin you guys down uh you can hear that, that you can hear the screamers in the background of his like headset <laughs> yeah <laughs> she wonders to herself why don't they find them and then disable them but whatever uh, you have a feeling that they're probably somewhere just outside the gate, and probably there's like a half dozen casualties standing on them. Ah, uh, okay. There might be one inside the facility, but that was probably quickly thrown back out. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're about to have uh, one of our guys do a motorcycle roundup. Um, if so, would you be willing to let us in? Yeah, yeah. Shit. If you guys, if you can get them out of the way here, yeah, whatever. Okay. Treat just, yourselves. You know, not looking to shit on your carpet, man. All right. Uh, yeah. So she'll send. Uh, she'll start the the motorcycle roundup, I guess. All right. Um. Yeah. Make me a uh, make a driving test to start rounding up. Uh, start rounding up casualties. Um. All you have to do is you know make a lot of make a lot of noise and be appealing. <laughs> on it. Do, do, do. If you have that, if you still have that assault rifle that nobody can use, this would be a time to just drive around shooting it in the air. God bless America. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Man, here you go. I need that rifle. <laughs> uh, sure. And uh, Slugger's gonna go hooting and a hollering. <laughs> Used how much ammo? Expenses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna hoot, ho- a hooting and a hollering and a shooting and collaring. All right, you gotta you... crack a few eggs. Um, six over four, non-critical. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Again, your motors. The, the casual. The, this this casually stampede might be fast, but your bike is much faster. Um, you're able to start kind of driving around through the, the through the area. Uh, you're used to driving on sand at this point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you start driving around, shooting your gun in the air, being a good old boy. Um, and uh, you're able to start. Uh, you're able to start pulling. Uh, you're able to start pulling some casualties away. Not. All of them, but you're able to start. Uh, you're able to start pulling. Um, like a, uh, you're able to start pulling like two dozen or so away. I'm guessing you're prioritizing like the front door. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, basically every uh, uh, if you burn a couple extra charges of gas, it doesn't take anything extra to just drive in a big circle, making noise and kind of uh, and uh, pull them uh, pull them off of you, basically. Sure. And then for uh, everybody else in the for everybody else in the party, uh, this is your moment. Um, so this will be an athletics test to uh, to get from the get from the get from the safe spot to the door um, before casualties start kind of filling the hole that was left. Um, or alternately, you could make uh, alternately you could make an athletics test. Uh, you could make an athletics test to try and get to uh, one of the open screamer grenades and throw it somewhere else. Mm, all interesting ideas. Well, here's the thing. You have a baseball bat. I do have a baseball bat. Grenades are small and round. Because they're not actually grenades. They're just grenade-like objects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, basically. They're like they're they're I'm, like canisters that are have speakers on one end, I think. Yeah, I'm sure. swing whatever. I forgot the phrase from signs. You gotta Just see. You best. gotta swing away. All right, batter up. All right, so this is going to be. Um, so this is going to be a driving. This is going to be a capped uh, driving test for you to okay. get close enough to hit with your bat. So what does that mean? Um, actually, I guess all. Actually, I guess all driving tests are capped because you can't spend more gas to drive better. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance handling. <laughs> More gas. <laughs> um, but it is going to be, uh, yeah. So it it's makes, going. It makes a certain kind of perverse sense because you can make more inefficient maneuvers. Yeah, you can do wasteful maneuvers, but yeah, it's yeah. still that's a little, little tenuous. Um, but if you I, fail, I, this I, is going to be, it's going to be bad news bears. I wasn't going to spend more yeah, yeah. on it anyway. Drive is drive is tied for best skill. All right, we are looking at twelve over five. All right, yeah. Uh, you did. If if uh, you knew what the hell polo was, you'd be great at it. <laughs> Why do I feel rich? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you smack it. You smack it off towards. You smack the one of the screamer grenades off towards the shoreline. Um, and open a, uh, open a bigger hole for your, uh, open a bigger hole for your friends. It's still going to be an athletics test for everybody else to get back in before you get, uh, before you go to the door. Load up. Uh, 11 over nine, just barely. All right. Unless everybody's like just going to ride with Slugger on the motorcycle as he starts like leading the casualties around. <laughs> Are you are you willing to follow me into hell's heart? 
Nope, nope, going to stay away from Hell's Heart. Thank you very much. <laughs> nope, I would rather not interact with Hell's Heart in any meaningful sense. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's running in. All right, yeah, so you're running. All right, so you're running in. Uh, and is anybody else going in the facility or just uh, just Harpy? Yeah, I figure I should come along. Yeah. Isn't isn't everybody coming in the facility? Isn't that why we're Yeah, I think that's a yeah. good plan unless we want people yeah. outside to cover it or whatever, but I think we can just Yeah, yeah I think we'll go. The casual usually keep my bike safe. <laughs> hey, no one gonna touch Oh I-, I was assuming it was a big enough entrance that you Yeah, it's a it's a it's double doors. Um they'll pull the they'll pull the gates open and you can drive your motorcycle into the hallways. Uh, so you've you've secured it you've secured an opening, um, although you realize that you have to move like crates and crates of ammo, uh, which is why the boat crates. still needs to be able to get to the dock. Crates on crates on crates. Uh, so you know there's some kind of obstruction uh, going in uh, at the at the mouth of the channel that needs to be cleared so that the uh, so that uh, Ishmael can get in. Uh, what's the, the obstruction? Or is it just a Zombies. Uh, it looks like no. It looks like there's um. Uh, it looks like somebody basically took the uh the tail end uh the the tail end of uh a few tankers and kind of floated it pontoon style where it just got stuck. Uh, so so they trapped the zombies in with the harbor area. Basically, yeah. Oh, uh, these these guys just get better and better. Um, but you are all, uh, you guys are all now inside of Whaleland Utuna. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, actually looks very nice inside. It's very, it's very clean. Um, it, the, the, uh, you can still hear the, you can still hear, still hear the one screamer, uh, on the other side, on the other side of the wall, um, through the holes they shot in the window. Um, there's, a uh, people, people inside are still panicked. There's doctors rushing around kind of, uh, Patching people up that got you know shot by fucking DHQS. And is, uh, yeah. the, is the screamer at a position where someone could just fucking shoot it until it, until it stops uh, screaming? Uh, you could if you're in the right vantage point. Uh, you'd have to shoot through a few casualties to do it. Oh no, not the casualties. Well, I mean, it's more. It's not like it's not. Oh no, it's like you just kind of have to keep going until one of the bullets goes through the casualty meat well enough to damage the grenade. <laughs> the only the only real issue is that casualties are standing on top of it and they're pressed up against the facility so much that they're basically making a a big wall slash carpet of meat. Oh, so we'd have to we'd have to have some like high explosives or something to to yeah. really deal with that. Yeah. Or maybe some kind of fifty caliber machine gun. Uh, we we said we'd get him back all the ammo. You think he'll be gr- he'll be grudges, you know, uh, a belt or two? <laughs> he might, especially since we're charging him double. That's yeah. You know what? I think we need to come up with a more creative solution that doesn't involve using the merchandise we claim to want to pick up. We're professionals, remember? I that that is we are yeah. <laughs> Good hustle team. <laughs> yeah, do trust falls. Uh, everyone except Slugger, of course. Sorry, Slugger. That's all right. Just just know that I trust you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I sleep on the little rock. <laughs> okay. Now you guys um, know also if you want to if you want to impact the bottom line a little bit. 
um, you could tap a reference and you could try and have somebody just fucking like deliver you some grenades in the field. <laughs> that would be sort of expensive, though. Well, I mean, that's not that's going outside of our mission parameters anyway. It's like we need to get the gun and leave. Yeah. Not save this installation, although I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Like, if they have stuff that we can use, yeah, sure, I'll do it if they supply it, but I'm not going to... Um. Yeah, you guys well, can. Here, here's the rub, though, is that like I think we need to at least kill the other D- the the other dick, uh, because I doubt that he's going to let us go and fuck with the uh, tankers that are still stuck there, mm-hmm. and that'll solve some of the problem. And so, I assume that they can solve the rest of themselves. How many once hit they're not points? Being pinned down. Just you really see you have ten hit points in your head, roughly. Yeah. Um, but a casualty okay. is dropped. A casualty is dropped by just a headshot. They're made of soft, rotting meat. Oh no! I was thinking for the about guy. the guy. Yeah, the actual man. Because uh, you know the you know that both of them you know that both of them actually retreated when the one guy got shot. Um, because the other guy was starting to get, okay. the other guy was starting to get kind of like boxed in as uh as a as a mob of casualties came towards his buddy. Because How they, they leave? Hmm? Um, they, How'd they, uh, they, you know, they ran, uh, you know, they ran south. Okay. Um, you kind of lost the, you kind of lost your beat on them after that, since you guys went to another shoreline and drove here. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, like Harpy will just kind of, you know, uh, we call it like a meet and greet kind of thing, basically. But like, hey, yeah, we're the guys who called in from outside. You know, but we know we, you know, we know they're doing this and so on and so forth. Uh, who are you going to talk with? Just anybody? Uh, is like the two you talked to on the outside were Dawson and Nielsen. Uh, yeah, Nielsen. The way Dawson referred to him, Nielsen's probably in charge of at least something, like a squad at least. So she'll tell him. All right, and what are you telling him exactly? Just the uh, the tanker stuff. Uh, just just there, you know. Just we have a bit better of a vantage point since we weren't being pinned down by fucktards. Mm-hmm. So uh, just kind of appraise him of whatever he might be missing, um, and then ask. Yeah, like uh, we need to, you know, we need to get a boat in here to get our own stuff done anyway. So, like, what's your suggestion as far as clearing those tankers out if you have one? Hmm. He kind of. He's got like he's he's got a uh, a large uh, he's got a, a like a large telescope that he's kind of peering around the area with. And it's uh looks like they're uh looks like they're kind of held together with uh, some kind of wire and chains around the uh, around the edge there. Uh, if you could cut that, the current would probably start pushing them loose. Uh, okay, and is that one point of failure or a point of failure for each? Uh... Uh, it's on, it's, it's, it's on each of them, but I mean, if you, if you break the, if you break the chain, it'll, it'll just fail. They'll start getting, they'll start getting dragged out. Okay. Boy, wouldn't that be a hell of a shot? Yeah, it's, I think the easiest way to do it, uh, we got some bolt cutters here. Um, somebody just wanted to walk out there. Uh, well. I'd understand if you didn't want to, but like, hell, I don't want to. Okay, um. Just kind of taking a look at the sort of general dock area is—is is it like um, 
like kind of narrow piers or is there like a big docking platform? Uh, it is narrow. It is narrow the... piers. It's like a, it's a concrete walkway that comes out every direction uh, that kind of branches off um, on both sides to the north and south. So that's, um, those are like little narrow suicide hallways. If yeah. Zombies are involved basically. Uh, basically. Yeah. Um, you know that there's not too many casualties on there as they're not very coordinated and would just kind of push themselves off. But the area leading to that, leading to that, is kind of clogged up still. Okay, because my my initial idea is to get gnarly out there to just run his ass off and clip off the uh, clip off the chains. But we need to find a way to to clear a path for him. Oh, so the thing is, the tankers aren't actually the tankers aren't directly like on the docks. There's like there is a natural formation that causes the bay, and that's where they're hung up on. That that's on the edge of the beach. Oh, so we can just run down the beach, like near where we landed, say for instance, and do uh, the cutting there. Uh, it's well, it's on this side of it. So it's on the so current so uh, Wayland Utuna is on is on the beach. If you go far enough north, that takes you to the Elkhorn Slough, and then through the entrance channel, there's a uh, what's called the Old Salinas River that goes into the inner channel, and that's where the block is. So it's a little bit north of the Wayland Utuna, uh, the Wayland Utuna Institute, um, and that whole area is kind of clogged up. So you wouldn't actually have to go out to the piers for that, but um, you would have to go a bit from the facility. Is this? Are they spread out enough that running might be feasible, though? Uh, yeah, no, like definitely. a solid mob. Yeah, no, de- it's. Uh, it would definitely be a bit of a sprint. It would take a few rounds, but there's not the casualties are the casualties kind of thin out the farther you go from Wayland Utuna. Yeah, gnarly. I'll look it over. Yeah, uh, you can if, make. Uh, yeah. if you can if you can do it by all means. Uh, but in the meantime, uh. She's gonna try to find the merchandise. Sure, yeah. You meet up with Dawson. Um, he's standing in front of he's standing in front of a room that uh, so yeah, this is where we're uh, this is that's uh, this is where we're keeping it. Kind of opens it up, and you can see the uh the fifty cal gun on one shelf, and then all the rest of the shelves are just full of uh ammo crates. Uh, like rough estimate. Uh, um, like first off, can we carry a box? of ammo each like is that something that's man portable or that we carry in our uh, arms yeah no or... yeah you could, you could carry hell you could carry two of them um you could carry you could carry one in each hand they have handles oh they're, they're like little things like uh like from the yeah like each of like, like each of these would can. if you put this on a tripod each of these would slot in on the side and then the bullet and then the belt comes out and feeds into the gun Okay, and like basically without getting too granular here just wondering how many trips how many laps they'd need to, to, you know, once they unclog and get the boat in, how many sort of, you know, rounds of bringing them back and forth would we need? Um, you're guessing it's probably going to be like half an hour of just transporting ammunition. Jeez. He got We're a definitely going to have to. He got a lot of bullets. We're definitely going to have to clear that then. Yeah. Can you, um, you know, it seems like a uh, beer can guy from before. Uh, just see if he's like on Ubik, and you know if he's like fucking tweeting about 
Sure, make it garot wiring a bunch of zombies. Sure, make a make a networking test to find him, or some other appropriate test to find a person based on very based on very vague features. Uh, five over four. Um, yeah, hashtag, you ask it, hashtag party in the USA. <laughs> yeah, you you ask around for a bit, and it's like, oh yeah, that uh yeah uh that guy goes uh, he goes by the name Piper. Um, he's uh uh yeah no that's kind of his that's kind of his deal. Um. That's that's people pay people pay him to go and just lure casualties into the into the uh, into really complicated water traps. <laughs> complicated by casualty standards, which means anything. Which means water and a thing. <laughs> water and a thing to kill. Uh, okay, well, you know, sometimes you got to spend money to make money and to not die. Uh <laughs> What's so, the closest dropping off point to run that, make the run? Uh, what do you mean? Like, is there any way for a, is there a, a safe spot that's a little bit closer? Like a way to, uh, which run, I guess, or you mean, uh, the run to clear the clog. Um, if you have, if you're, if you're a good shot and you have, and you have good enough ammo, you could probably try and shoot the chains off. Um, but the thing is that the main, um, like the the tanker the tankers are caught on the tankers are caught on something is the is the main issue so you need to break the chain so that there's enough force to kind of push to kind of push it back out into the slough um so the first failure point is at the edge of is at the edge of the first tanker basically um or if you could um let's see uh do you have like mechanics or anything like that uh not much if i do let's see I have one. I have one also. All right. Uh, anybody that's looking at it can make a can make a test to try and figure out some structural weak point that you could exploit. Nope. nope, nope. Oh, I made it. <laughs> Five to two. Okay. Um. So, uh, looking it over, um, say that uh that uh, Nielsen gives you his telescope for a second. Um, looking it over, you can see that, uh, you can see that, uh, you know that these, that these things normally aren't chained together like this. Um, and you recognize that the, that the weak spot is where the chains are inserted. It looks like they were put, uh, further down, not attached to any of like the ladders or anything on the tanker. Um, and if you could find, uh, the, and those are actually put a little further out. Um, and kind of set over each other to re- to be reinforced. Um, it wouldn't be as far. It wouldn't be a, a walk as far out if. Um, and it would probably be a lot easier to uh, damage that kind of area uh, with a gun or something like that. Um, basically, okay. I mean, if, my my main question was if we could lure zombies closer and then uh, drop off like farther out. Oh, okay. Um. Oh yeah, no. To lure zombies closer, you could just use. Uh, I mean, hell, you could just use that screamer grenade around. Um, yeah, I just don't know if there is physically a that's feasible. That if there's any place they can kind of move, that's not obviously into the compounds. No good, but yeah, that would be bad. Um, like honestly, like the just keep in mind that this is like a few hundred feet from the compound. Uh, the casualties are pretty much pressed up against the compound at this point. Oh, okay. Like once you get a hundred feet out, it really starts thinning. Uh, it is definitely still going to be a, a thing to dodge because there are still like a few dozen of them. But instead of a few dozen of them within the area of about like a hundred square feet, it's a few dozen of them between like a thousand square feet. Yeah. 
Look that over and say, Pliskin, could you cover me if I ran? Sure. I mean, do you think it would work? How many of them are there? That? Huh? Like, um, what, around what are we the, looking at here? In around Texas? the area, around that area, there's a there's a couple of dozen, but they're more scattered. Um, you know, if he moved fast, he'd probably only uh, you know, if if he moved fast, he'd probably only have to deal with like I don't know, maybe uh, he'd only only like five or six would really pose any real threat if he's you know good at getting out of the way. Like the, his only major problem is if he's on there and a particularly uh, and some casualties kind of surround one of the tankers, then he'd have to like hop over them to get out. Do I know he's immune? Uh, I don't know. Did you tell? Did you tell uh, Pliskin? Probably not. Not yet. If this is our first job together. All right. You don't know. I say he's got a bite on his shoulder, but he normally keeps it covered up. Well, if you're immune, doesn't it actually heal for realsies? I um, figure the the bite itself. Like, yeah, there's some the scar tissue. You know, there's you know there's a, a slim incident of uh, you know there's a slim incident of cold bites, which don't even factor into mm-hmm. latency. Yeah, I think I could. Uh, I don't know how much ammo I have left afterwards, but I can get you there. You know what's more important than ammo? People. It's either it's you know so it's either you know take all the ammo you want because it's either this or I call in Piper to clear it with his car. I think this yeah, will be plus, cheaper. Yeah, plus we got another rifle. If there's anything left in that after Slugger's little spree. Yeah, no, the rifle's empty. <laughs> Slugger just fired it into the air, um, but it does chamber the same rounds as your gun. But that's not okay. I mean, charges. Does it have any charges? It's at zero charges. Left. You could somebody could yeah. spend a point of refresh to get have another magazine for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have, you have, we have plenty of ammo, really, because you can always you can spend one of the refresh out of the backpack to recharge the rifle. Yeah, and that's one of the things okay, about I'll, I'll spend, backpack. That's one of I'll spend that refresh. Yeah, like one of the things about Harpy is, in addition to being your marketing exec, uh, Harpy has eight hall slots, basically. <laughs> Because oh. all of her all of her gear is worn. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No. That's fine. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So she's just got a backpack that just has like gas tanks and and ammunition clips and just like trail rations in it. All right. Let me f- figure out where to mark that down. Oh. Uh, um, uh, also, does everybody want to keep going? Well, t- I don't right need now? it yet. Or do we I, mean, I, I still and... have nine charges on the rifle. I suspect we have to spend a few. Um. And I guess just out of character, do people want to keep going? Josh, I know you wanted to be done by one. I'm. It would be good. Um. Well, we could. We could. We could. With the plan. I, with the plan made. Fade. Yeah. With the plan made, we could pick this up next week and finish the job off. Okay. If people are fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Be okay. I'm right. to run it now before finishing or not. Um, Sorry about being all. It's fine. Busy and such. It's cool. All worky. Um, all right, so this is uh, all right. So this I'll call the this the end of part one, which is a contract I wrote in about forty minutes uh, that I gave the title "A Whale of a Gun Time." God damn it! <laughs> oh, that's, that's like that's that's soul destroying punish right there. <laughs>
That, that's causing me physical pain, like right in the uh, solar plexus. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so far, so yeah, so this might be atypical of a job, but I wanted to try and make something fast. And also, I realized you guys didn't have any jobs on Alcatraz, which I meant to correct and just forgot to for a while up until today. Where where would I mark my refresh like where should that be just i just x out x out a slot on um just x out one of the slots on your backpack or uh it's in your backpack it's the charges on your backpack basically oh okay this this still says two on here but i really have one two three four five six seven eight yeah let me although you're adding two you're adding two slots from your belt and like two slots from your hands Okay, so it's it's really I've wasted I've I have three charges left out of four then since it's only pack and ADP that count in this refresh sort of thing. Yeah, although your belt can also hold Chekhov's items or Schrodinger's items basically, if it's not so just not my hands. Here. Yeah, just not your hands. Not if you ever okay. want to do anything else with them. So five out of six. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. So that was the first part of this questions, comments, suggestions. You guys have fun. Yeah. I know this was kind of I know yeah. this was kind of rough between being the first session and some of it being like over a car phone <laughs> and also being a contract that I wrote up real fast. Now, aside from some sort of initial difficulties, sort of like getting the the Bay Area or the you know the, sort of the area around Utuna uh, in my in my head. Yeah, I should have just I should have just taken a screenshot of the map and sent it to you. <laughs> I was literally about to go on Google Maps and be like, okay, let me figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Because I thought that they had slung the, the tankers like in front of the, the harbor. No, there's a there's a natural like there's a natural mouth to the uh, to the area, and that they were clogging up the natural uh, kind of the natural barriers. Because uh, they would have okay, had to get the it. Way, the way that Utuna was initially described, it seemed that it was like um, that it basically dockside and so uh it has a dock on the other side like, like, basically so, uh here let me just let me just take <clears throat> let me just take a screenshot of it right now and i'll send and i'll put it on imager um yeah cause, i mean because w- w- i i thought i was under the impression that without the dh uh qs that you know like if this w- was actually a milk run that we would just drive up to the dock get our shit loaded that's on, basically the thing they blocked the dock area off um so let me just doop doop I'm drawing a red line yeah, where, where the convoy is, or where the. I'm going to sleep. All right, yeah, go to go to sleep, Josh. I'm sorry I kept you up so. You guys have a good night. You have a good night. Oh no 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 no, it's fine. This is about an okay. This is an okay time to sleep and still get sleep. All right, you have a good so, night. I will talk to all of you later, probably, unless I die because of all the driving I'm doing. Don't die, Josh. Eh. Won't be so bad. Do not die. For me. Maybe terrible for every other person. I'd have to live in a world without a Josh. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. Or else would I get all of my before. <laughs> That's or, like, or, wait, Josh, go ahead and die. <laughs> now that I think about it. Or else would I get having done, having done the uh, cost benefit analysis here, you know what? Just go ahead. Alright, so this is the area. So Monterey Bay Aquarium <laughs> Research Institute is what was turned into Wayland Utuna. And so the red line is what's currently being blocked off? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. All right. I was trying to describe it in very vague terms. I'm like, I should just take a screenshot. No, I, I, I just had like a sort of like Venice Beach style, like almost a boardwalk 
kind of set up in my head, and that is exactly the wrong uh, idea. So, okay. Yeah, no, like I said, it's just a peninsula. Like, you can see how Wayland Utuna is de- is very defensible in that it's just a building, like, it's just on a sand, it's just on, a, like, a sandbar. Yeah, it's, like, only that that road that's right near the thing that says Moss Landing, uh, that's pretty much your only, you're only in there. Yeah. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah, I basically, for this job, I'm just like, where should you go? And so I just scanned Google Maps and looked, and just kind of looked for a place that looked kind of defensible that wasn't too far from your location. Um, but yeah, uh, and then I also, uh, the leg with Piper was just a thought I had at work, and I just kind of wanted to throw in this. Normally for normally for jobs, I'll have a, I'll generally have a positive leg, a negative leg, and a neutral leg. And maybe, um, and then more based on that, but, uh, this is a job that didn't call for a lot of legs. Right. So I just left it at a neutral leg. Yeah. Cause like, I, I was, I was there going like, wait, am I supposed to be like interacting with this? Like, is this a plot thing or at least some kind of plot thing? No, like, leg, no, no, just yeah, some legs, asshole fucking up zombies. Yeah. Leg legs are just encounters out and are just encounters in the loss on the way to the job site. You can treat them however you want to treat them. Um, just in, you know, D&D type thinking where encounter means shit you have to deal with. I mean, sometimes it is. Like, Yeah, but it's not always, and I, I wasn't aware yeah, of that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and there's supposed to be a big table of encounters in the book, but that doesn't exist yet. So I'm just kind of making them up as I go along. Um, and I am sort of customizing more of the legs to this group since I know you guys have like a vehicle and I kind of know your layout. Um, Cause one of the things is since you guys have a vehicle, I have to also add in a vehicle leg in case you skip all the legs. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we'll finish this up next time. Uh, red markets games usually take two sessions. I have not run a game of red markets that has taken less than six hours in total. Um, negotiation being like a sort of living, breathing thing you interact with though. To be fair, actually, now that I think about it, I don't think negotiation took up that much time. No, not really. And neither did our, you know, just fuck around with dependence stuff. Yeah. This job's going to be a lot faster because there's not as many, because the really, the big thing is usually people kind of get hung up on a leg and spend a lot of time on one leg, like spend way more time than I expected for like writing a sentence. That's like, I don't know. There's like, a post-apocalyptic moonshiners. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys had fun. We'll try and finish this up next week. All right. All right. Peace out. All right. Later.